Good evening, once again, and welcome to episode 135 for Schnozcast on Saturday. I don't even know what the hell date it is. <laughs> it's August, August, 7th. August 7th, 2021. This is Bob. I'm joined, as always, by Nick Bader, Corey Slesky, and Todd Dillon. we got a number of things to get through tonight, so let's get started. Gentlemen, thanks for joining us, fellas. Glad you could make it to my kitchen. Mm-hmm. Seems like a lot of work for nothing now. Don't say for nothing. Well, not it's, for nothing. It's never for nothing. Yeah. It's always for something. It's got to be something. The, the, all four of us are giving up uh, one day per weekend for the last couple of years to do this. So, uh, mm-hmm. you know, it's not for nothing. We'll see, We'll see what happens. Maybe at the end of it, someone will say, yeah, yeah, that was for nothing. <laughs> some, some might. Yeah. All right. So if you are new to the podcast, welcome. Uh, if you want to find us on uh, High Def Audio out on social media, you can find us on iTunes, Spotify, Pandora, Stitcher, Audible, Amazon Music, or wherever you can get a podcast. You can also follow us on social media, on Instagram at Schnozcast, Facebook at Schnozcast, and YouTube at Schnozcast. You can also email us with your existential questions at schnozcast at gmail.com or you can call or text us at any time as long as nick picks up the phone at 618 shocker and we are no longer sponsored by our previous sponsor so if you're looking to sponsor a podcast reach out to us at 618 shocker we've got openings and it's not because we didn't do a fantastic job we did it's uh extenuating circumstances on his end yeah so we'll leave it at that dude I know, I know. All right, do do we just keep going? What do you want to do? Yeah, we we, I, we have to. The show must go on. What happened? YouTube just dropped. We just got a text from Todd saying YouTube dropped. Okay, hold on one second. Again? Hold on. Yeah, it's 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 frozen. It went to an old an, an old episode. And okay. It's back on well, just the, the um, it's showing that I'm still recording and live. Uh, I haven't gotten dropped yet. Yeah, I think we're still good, Todd. I, I don't know. Okay, all right. All right. Are you recording the video to put up like posthumously? Yeah, it, uh, I said posthumously, it, but <laughs> we'll have that. So we're gonna we're gonna have to go going. with that. I knew that's where you're going, but I didn't know why. Now this might be a good test for uh, can we stream uh, a pre-recorded video posthumously? I really wanted to say, but I had to stop myself. <laughs> all right. So all right, that's housekeeping out of the way for this episode. So. Ladies and gentlemen, uh, we got a couple of things to get to what? today. And hey, sorry, hang, go ahead, Corey. Hang on to, to back yeah, up yeah. to housekeeping. Should sure. we explain why we're sitting in your kitchen? Uh, I can do that it. That we have not done. I, I could do it again. <laughs> I feel like I've already done it. Yeah, you're right. This is the first time for this. So, if you haven't watched the ep- the podcast in the last year and a half, uh, you probably don't recognize the setting. But this is my kitchen. This is where we started. Uh, this is where the shittiest of the audio was recorded. Uh, and if you're interested, you can go back to episodes two through. 28 maybe mm-hmm. 30 did we do that many up here Phew. yeah because when i did the uh when i did the teaser of 33 um i had s- said, you just put out today yeah okay. i had said something about the my house this is my house or something so it, we must have just started going over there, there yeah, was, i think that's fair to say yeah We've done probably 100 episodes from your basement Whew. don't you think yeah just it all just came screaming back to me. There's <laughs> <laughs> a lot of chew spit under the bridge. Yeah. <laughs> it's 
I don't know if you saw, but as soon as Nick sat down, he's like, oh. And Corey was like repositioning his chew spit cup. And he's like, oh, yeah, see how that works? You're going to find that like a couple hours from now or a couple of days from now, just sitting around somewhere on the, well, on the shelf. As soon as he sat down, you know, there's that that sense of ownership when it's your place. And Bob immediately was like, okay, that that's going to fall on the floor. You need to put that somewhere else. I'm like, uh-huh, see? No, I was worried about him spilling it on either his or my laptop. So I'm like... Well, yeah, just move it over here a little bit. But there, so we haven't been over here in so long. Uh, it, it's literally like a like a Rube Goldberg machine trap to get from seat to seat. I and mousetrap, the I game. Never played. You never played mousetrap. I saw it. I never played it. What? <laughs> I <laughs> you saw it like, great. like with your with your nose pressed up against the window of a department store. You I, saw it. I passed by in the stores. Yeah, never got to play it though. No, I. I think it was. Uh, it's lose, sports. I don't lose, like. I think it was. Play sports. No, I think it was losing its luster by the time I was born. Really? Yeah. Yeah. It wasn't that great a game. Yeah, because by the time I would. <laughs> but have been you like, played it, Todd. Right. I did. You, you got to determine that it wasn't great a game. Nick has never played it. Yeah, he was right to Bit not di- do it. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> would have been like two hours of wasted time. I'm gonna lose my. I'm gonna lose. Yeah. So, what was your favorite game growing up? I know we already covered this in a prep, but I can't remember what it was. Uh, favorite game we played Monopoly, sorry, Uno, things like that. Okay, more board games than you know, like perfection or yeah, we didn't do that. Suits. The game of life, we played the game of life. Okay, yeah, that's yeah. that's got a little spinny thing, right? There, yeah, there was actually yeah. uh, got a little one of those doodads. It's not quite a full board game, but it's there the thing. Remember, if if you remember uh, with John Locke, there was quite a long scene of him demonstrating the mousetrap game in Lost. Yeah, unfortunately, I did see that episode. <laughs> Are you talking about the black and white stones game? No, no, no. That's uh, Baka, whatever the heck that was called. I think it's Go. No, Backgammon? No, 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 no. No, no, it's no. I know. It was the, Othello. And that's not what he called it. It was one of the oldest games known to man. I, I think that's Go. Backgammon? But backgammon. No, no it. it's not Backgammon. No. It was yeah. called like Baccarat or something. I think like it's called Baccarat. Many names. Yeah, maybe that yes. was. Yeah. Yeah. Baccarat. Yeah. Baccarat around the clock. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. How did you know when the podcast went down the shitter? <laughs> well, Baccarat. That's when. <laughs> All right. Um, so listen, fellas. Uh, there was. Uh, I was trying to look and see what we we're going to talk about tonight, and. I, so because Todd was going to be on, so Todd is coming into just as a teaser for those who are listening. Uh, this is the 7th of August. So another uh, three weeks and Todd's going to make his way back to the Metro Detroit area, which means he's, we're going to get a chance to sit in with him on a couple of podcasts face to face, which we were super looking forward to. It's been a long time since he's been back. I want to say the last time you were on the podcast was in my kitchen. Right. Yeah, it was. Mm-hmm. Yes. So that means it's been a hundred episodes since you've been here. I think you were sitting right here, right next to Brett Engel, yep. which is probably the greatest night of your life. Well, his life. <laughs> yeah, because we had to we had to literally stop you guys because it was like the Alma class reunion, and it was story, 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 uh, albeit very funny stories. Uh, we were pushing like Thanks, man. three and a half hours, and we we're like, we, yeah. we got to stop. And Todd's like, stop! What do you mean stop? We we're going to go all started. night. We're going to go all night. I'm like, no, that's not how this goes. <laughs> so back then, we had no structure at all. We were just like, hey, this is the Schnaz cast. 
Hey, man, so remember that time you were blah, 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 blah? And yeah, go ahead. hate to catch all, all you guys up, but it was backgammon. That's not, what he said it, that's not what he said in Lost. Yes, it, it was like Baccarat or it was some weird backgammon. thing. I named them birth, both. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Well, if you looked it up, I'll give it to you, Corey. That's every I'm not sure it's up to me, but if it was, I'd give it to you. Yep, sorry. I, I'm not that concerned with it. So. I am. He, he, <laughs> this is the only time I can say this, but he is the person here who has most recently watched Lost. So I've watched it like four times. Not as recently as he has. Yeah, actually, because I was watching it at the same time. You were? You were <laughs> watching it at the same time. Yes, I was. I, I'm still watching it. Oh, you were in the middle of a rewatch when you signed yeah, it to him? Yeah. And that must be why you That's like, why I re-signed it, yeah. Did, now, did you... <laughs> Did you try to time it so that you're watching the same episodes that you thought no, he was watching? Oh, God, no. No. I did, first of all, I didn't think he was watching what he was watching. Oh, so. you didn't expect him to watch it all? No. <laughs> you thought yeah. he'd show up and go like, no, no, I didn't watch anything. No, I got 15 minutes and went, fuck this. Little did you know, you uh, watched I showed you wrong. seasons. <laughs> yes, I still don't understand that lack of logic, but. I don't either, but you got to admire. I, I think I'm quoting Todd here, but you got to admire the balls to watch three seasons just out of spite. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Todd, is your, are you are you muted a little bit on your end? I don't know why you seem uh, quiet. No, I'm listening, listening. Oh, that's it. Am I not allowed to listen? No, no, you're no, absolutely. I mean, I'll turn this bitch up if you want me to. No, no, you're good. That's what I'm talking about. You're good. Hey, um, I was uh, I was watching a little bit of The Simpsons the other day, and it reminded me of this word. I I legitimately laughed so hard when I saw it. I had to bookmark it. Um. The word is called drunkening. Excuse me. Drunkening. Ooh, you all right? I think. Uh, hang on. Oh. Yeah, no, we're good. Go okay. A time in which one is in the process of becoming inebriated. <laughs> huh. I think I'd like so to when you send me a text often. and you're like, oh, three next night, I should be like, yep. And then I tell Jack, like, hey, I'm going to need a ride at about uh, 830 uh, to get to my drunkening. <laughs> that's it a ride to get to your drunk oh then the process uh, of yes yeah. yeah the drunkening must begin at 8 30 okay and you know how you know when you have a problem <laughs> when you <laughs> when you refer to <laughs> you're seeking out the getting words. drunk <laughs> i yeah. think i but i think that's uh yes it is simultaneously a drinking problem but a a, a grammar win yeah, yeah. if, the, if like nothing it. else yeah if nothing else. And if you can still remember that word at the end of the drunkening, then I think it's a home run all around. Absolutely. I thought I put that in airplane mode, but <laughs> I did put it in airplane mode. How am I still getting text messages? It's an emergency. Dude, you're, you can you're, get your house and your Wi-Fi, I don't know. Your Wi-Fi is still on. But this isn't the Wi-Fi. This is, yeah, I'm literally going to have to take it off Wi-Fi. Yeah, I don't know. If I put it in airplane mode, I, don't I shouldn't know. be getting texts. No, you shouldn't. So I don't know what happens in your house that. I can get texts. And receive phones in airplane mode as long as I'm connected to the Wi-Fi. Oh, you can receive right. phones, Todd. Right. Right. I can't if receive phone calls. If you ship him a phone, he'll still get it. can't receive phones anymore. It's now, I've now disconnected C-phone. from the Wi-Fi. So. You don't want to receive any phones while we're on the podcast. But regardless, right. uh, so back to drunkening. Uh, it reminded me, Todd, <laughs> of the, and I can't recall, guys, stop me and we can move on if I, if I already have. But. All right, let's stop and move on. Okay. So, booze news? <laughs> I'm kidding. Go ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> have, we, have I talked about uh, t- Todd's uh, corporate takeover with um, with his made-up words back in, in the day? Yes. Back when we were good together? We did. We yeah, we did discuss that. that. Bacatchapan. Corey. That's Bacatchapan. Mm-hmm. All right. So. No, that was one of the first stories that Todd... 
talked about when he was on the podcast. Did you give Danielle a kiss before you came here? Because you got some sparkles on your nose. Do I? Yep. He was um, at a wedding yesterday. I was at a wedding. Was at chapeau. Yesterday. <laughs> you were at no, a wedding. Fu- yeah. Funny story. My aunt did have a, a sparkly dress on, and she was, by the end of the day... And I buried my face so deep oh, in that dress. Oh, my God. Crunch <laughs> of that dress. Everyone within five feet of her was covered in, in glitter. And she she was like, she lifted up her arm at one point. She looked like the Silver Surfer. It was just come the Kirby Silver Surfer. Glitter did, everywhere. So you didn't shower today? I did. Glitter doesn't come off that easy, buddy. <laughs> he used that special glitter scrubby that he uses in the shower all the time. <laughs> Clearly, you've never been to the vert. You get this glitter on you for two, three days. <laughs> Exactly. Uh, you, you just burn those clothes. Those clothes are done. Yeah. Usually not from your relatives, though. <laughs> hey, <laughs> relatives got to work, too. Chapel versus equal opportunity I, employer. I was wondering how Todd was going to justify that. Our family's close. What can I say? <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> Who hasn't seen their cousin at the titty bar? Right. Thank you, Todd. <laughs> Jesus. These, these guys. That went a little bit of a different direction than I thought it would. <laughs> All right, Corey, we're going to do a little booze news. And now it's time for booze news. Uh, so in the in the interest of the dog uh, lovers on the podcast, you know who you are, uh, and those listening, hopefully your sisters. Um, from, uh, from Wired Magazine, how a $700 million startup plans to help dogs live longer. <laughs> I think... I'm dis I'm distracted because I think I'm your watching, dog might not be living too I'm, long after Nick steps I'm on him. Nick tried to. Now that is a Rube Goldberg mousetrap route, my friend. <laughs> Dude, I could have passed it to you. Is that why you got up? I was put in the freezer. Okay. All right. So business. The world's oldest dog was a 30 year old Australian cattle dog named Bluey, but for most dogs, the average lifespan is just 10 to 15 years, depending upon the breed. And Embark Veterinary, a Boston-based genetic startup, valued at seven hundred million. <laughs> Almost. Oh my God, that was a great shot right into the camera. I Hats love, off to you, buddy, for I not kicking dogs. my dog right in the face to get him to move. I love dogs. Embark Veterinary, a Boston-based genetic startup, now valued at seven hundred million dollars, wants to change that. They have recently raised seventy-five million to use DNA testing to avoid preventable illnesses and increase dog lifespans by three years uh, by the time they get to, by, by 2030s when they uh, plan to hit this this goal. So um, they partnered with uh, Blue Apron founders and uh, a geneticist named Dr. Spencer Wells uh, a few years ago. And basically how they work is you buy, if you're a customer, you buy a breed ID kit starting at 130 bucks. You swab your dog's cheek and then you send it into them and they test the dog's DNA for up to 350 breeds, including wolves, coyotes, and dingoes. Oh, thank God. I mean, wouldn't you want to know? If my dog was related to a coyote, I'd want to know that. Mm-hmm. And a dingo, Disney? especially if I was going to have a baby, I'd want to know that too. That your baby was... Well, the dingo might cre- eat it. They might eat your baby. Oh, I thought you were talking about your actual baby dingo. being... <laughs> I want to test my baby to make sure the dingo's okay. <laughs> Living in the same house. Right now, Lori's twitching. She doesn't know why. <laughs> test, your, test your dingoes, everyone. Somewhere Bob's crying out for baby, and I'm not there to, to do anything about it. Quick, get the DNA test. Got his phones in airplane mode. <laughs> the advanced kit also tests for 200-plus health issues and physical traits. And in two to four weeks, you get back a full report, including any dog relatives in their database. 
So it's like 23 me for ducks. Uh, so owners can use this info to learn about where their dog came from and make healthy choices for their pet. Um, although experts and embark themselves say that DNA testing isn't a substitute for taking your dog to the vet. But uh, they spent years studying village dogs, which are dogs that live outside and they breed freely all, all over the world to better understand the history and traits of domestic dogs. For example, a high genetic diversity among village dogs in Central Asia show that they descended from the OG domesticated dogs. And out of that research uh, was where they got their idea and their testing includes DNA from village dogs too. Those goddamn village dogs. Yeah. I think it's a bad idea. Go on. Well, so if you actually got this DNA test for your, your pet, and they're like, oh, your dog is predisposed to this condition where he dies in two years. Would you want to, and, and they're like three months old, you're going to be all glum every day because you know your dog's going to die in two years. Potentially. But and do, or, or if you get a dog, and again, as was the case with uh, Jake, the dog that we we had, you get a dog and it says it has some sort, it's it has a high uh, malady, then you put the dog down then? If, I don't like it. Bob, your thoughts? Uh, Don't preemptively put your dog down. I feel like there's a saying that goes along with this, like to to be informed is to be... uh, Informed? (laughs) Wisdomous? Yeah, information is power. Okay. I'm with you. Here's here's the thing. Here's the thing, though. Again, I got a dog. A guy thought he had a a bum dog. He's going to put it down at 12 weeks. Uh, The vet said, yep, based on what we see, he could die any day. Mm-hmm. They lived three years. Again, and we <laughs> so, <laughs> had a great life. So what Todd's saying is ignorance is bliss. Sometimes. That's the opposite of what I think the story was about. But <laughs> that's Okay. Completely wrong direction. Right. And so yeah, if that's what you story, took from that story. Todd said, yeah. yeah. Todd's mentality on it is ignorance is bliss. Why would you want to know? Yeah. No, I get that. Okay. Not sure I agree, but. To, yeah, to to each his own. It's, it's fair to each his own. I'm with you. I'm just saying. I wouldn't want. I, at the end of the day, you take your dog to the vet. I wouldn't, and I wouldn't put a price tag if I knew that there is a, this malady. As long as that dog's quality of life was mm-hmm. good, I'm, I'm like enjoy the day. None of tomorrow, tomorrow's promise to none of us. So my take is, it's okay. I mean, again, it'd be cool to see some of the breed stuff, but I'll <laughs> stop kicking this horse. No, it's fine. <laughs> and you've gone through some recent, you know. Um, you know, loss, loss with, yes. with right in the in the canine arena. Um, yeah. So I get where you're coming from. Sometimes that can be feel, but if you thought that there was a chance that you know the dogs that you have now could benefit from this, uh, or that they might live longer than they normally would, yeah, would you... you're 100 percent right. Yeah, exactly. That's the flip side of this. I guess. Yeah, I, I would buy into that. If if there if I knew that I could feed my dog something different that yeah. would actually beat the system or at least give, give them their best opportunity, then yeah, that is good. That is better than ignorance is bliss. So I, Brought I've around. come down firmly in the middle. I've waffled. Excellent. That's the best <laughs> I could hope for. Perfect. Bob's right. <laughs> That's all we need to hear. Ty, now that you've uh, waffled, do you ever swaffle? I haven't done done it yet, but if you want to, you can show me when I come to town. Excellent. That's exactly what I was. See you two swaffle. That's what I was hoping for, buddy. <laughs> right across those beautiful eyes of yours. I want to move on very, very quickly <laughs> from this to ninety second sports. And we see him heading in that direction. The twenty. 
He's going for 40. And it's 90 seconds sports. 90 seconds sports brought you brought to you by uh, Todd Dillon, Seattle, Washington, the home of uh, very, very quick sports updates. Timed by Nick Bader. Yes, sir. Mr. Dillon, your 90 second sports starts now, sir. Well, I don't want to waste any time this week, but I, you know, I was hoping you weren't going to show up, Nick, because it would have been 90 minute sports today. Wow. But there's been oh, going, yeah. there's been so would, much uh, stuff going on uh, in the Olympics. I can't jump off the Olympics. Literally, I want to get back to horse rating, racing, but the Olympics has been fantastic. If you haven't heard of a woman named Sifan Hassan uh, from the Netherlands, she is one of the greatest runners of all time. She has been amazing. She ran the 5,000 meter. Uh, run, uh, fell down in her qualifying heat. It was at the and she likes to run in the back, so she fell down and then dropped like twenty yards behind every other competitor, and then got up, got up, gutted it out, and actually won her qualifying heat after falling down. Then she freaking goes and runs the final and crushes the field. This is a woman not from Kenya or any of the countries that you think of when you think of distance running, Ethiopia, the African nations. This is a ne- woman from the Netherlands, skinny as a rail, working the field. Then she runs the hundred, the fifteen hundred meter, finishes third, gets her bronze. She's like, and she's, but she's doing that because normally these distance runners run one race when they run these. Now I see she's in the ten thousand meter run. She wins the ten thousand meter women's gold medal. This lady is the goat. She's not an Ethiopian. And then, I, 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 like, I was, I want to know everything about her because I was so amazed. Then I start watching karate today. Kumite. And that was 90 <laughs> seconds sports. Damn it. <laughs> That's the sound of the end of that segment. That's the sound of victory. <laughs> kumite. What is kumite? Uh, karate. No, no. What is kumite? I know what karate is. That is kumite. I, I don't. I, I don't feel like you're not understanding my question. <laughs> kumite is what, equal to karate. It's what Jim Henson called uh, Kermit. It's in Japanese. Even Stephen. It's just, it's it's a different. It's karate. It's another name for karate. It, is what you're saying? Yes. It's a different. It's a different. It's a single. A specific style of karate. Karate is not K- here kumite. or here. <laughs> it's here. Yes. It's here. here. It's karate. Here. I it's see. with all of us. <laughs> I see. I'm so glad I and asked. Tagged Hama- Tagged Hamagi got robbed. I'm sorry, sir. Your segment's over. <laughs> I, I was really gonna, pulling for you to get, get that in there. I'm not going to lie. I did think about that. I'm like, well, if Nick's not going to be here when we do 90 second sports, it, it is going to turn into 30 minute sports. Oh, yeah. At least 30. I, I, I'm so brainwashed into just 90 seconds. It didn't even occur to me. <laughs> As a matter of fact, I, I I think Nick probably just realized he's like, oh man, I I need to hurry up and get there because is that why he's, it's going to be a sports <laughs> podcast before we know exactly. it. Exactly, dude. Have you seen the Olympics? Didn't even cross my mind. But he's at the at the party, going, it has been a pleasure, but I need to get out of here. <laughs> I need to go. It's like the the rabbit and Alice in Wonderland. Sure. Oh, I, I thought you guys would have seen it or. No, Maybe I've never read seen the it book or something. I don't know. Oh, it's been years. Oh, okay. Something rabbit. about a late, rabbit. Late, late for an important date. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, you're the rabbit in that scenario. Yeah. Okay. Now I got it. <laughs> well played. Well played. Lord. All right. Did you uh, 
I feel like we well, so we haven't done a shot yet on the show. No, we should, probably should. Given your the, the the number of moves you had to make to get to the first, you want me to get it? Uh, sure. All right, that'd be great. Thanks, buddy. Yeah. So what I did want to touch on was uh, so uh, I've I've tasked Mr. Rankin with uh, hey you know we we've talked about some trials and tribulations with with releasing some audiograms for the podcast audiograms if you're not familiar the little sound snippets that we put out on Instagram and Facebook um, to give people kind of a teaser into our show if maybe they've never listened and it's really difficult on the on the app that I have um, because it's on the phone and the entire two hour podcast is probably like three inches long. So big fat fingers trying to move that back and forth to find perhaps some funny content just doesn't work. So Bob had the great idea of, Hey, um, yeah, you know, while, while I'm, uh, while I'm editing the podcast, I have to listen to it again anyhow. And I said, Oh, that'd be awesome. So could you just, if you hear like a, a noteworthy moment, uh, you know, s- upload it or send it to me so I don't have to do all this digging and searching and it makes my job a little bit easier. Oh, yeah, 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 no problem. So, yeah, this week he's like, he's like, oh, I uh, uploaded like four new audio files. And I'm like, sweet. So I went in there and I'm listening and one's like, <laughs> one's like, like Bob's like, I had to watch, um, such and such, and uh, it was a great movie, and and had this in it, and uh, and it was uh, pretty good. I, I really liked the middle of it, and like that was the end. That no, was, no, it isn't. That was the that was the whole thing. No one laughed. There was no laughter in it whatsoever. And I'm like, first what of all, is this? this is utter <laughs> horseshit. Either you didn't listen to the whole thing, or you listened to some other track. Because no, if there's no laughter, there's no fucking way I would Bob, put it up there. I was like, this this. Just highlights my serious there were, side. There were a couple like that. <laughs> put, yeah, I put, I, put, I'll pepper a couple of these in there. He'll, I, he'll pick one of and them. And I, I did find that most of them were Bob predominantly talking. Of course. <laughs> so I'm like, I'm like, either he's like, you know. Self-promoting within when, self-promoting. Yeah, when when Nick's picking this stuff, I notice he picks a lot of stuff that Corey and he, and he says. I'm going to give him a chance to pick something that I've done that's pretty funny, you know? <laughs> so I thought either he did that or he was like... <laughs> I, ne- <laughs> I never thought I was going to use get to use this greatest uh, highlights reel. Yeah, it was either that or, you know what? I'm already fucking re-listening this podcast. These guys don't re-listen to it. It's a pain in the ass. I'm going to pick the worst clips I can find, and he'll never ask me for a clip again. <laughs> I feel like that, that's where we are now. I mean, there's no point wasting any more time doing that shit anymore. But I know Bob's My like, job just got easier. Bob's a secret mastermind, so I know behind the, the scenes he's like, never ask me again. Kind of like, oh, you do the dishes the best. I, I'm just going to break them. I don't know. <laughs> Bob, you sent me the intro and the break music. That's I'll let me listen to him later. I was like, I was just sitting there and I'm yeah. like listening. No, I'm he's like, going to listen to him later. Yeah. I'm like, and we'll see who's right. I'm like, what? What is, what is this? Like they weren't bad. They weren't like non, like no. horrible moments. It were just, I didn't, no. I was waiting for the roar of like everyone to laugh about something and I just couldn't find it. Now playing devil's advocate here. Yeah. Nick could also be listening to that and be like, well, it's not mine. So I don't like it. What are was, the odds of that? I was very conscious. Oh, I don't know. I was very aware of not doing that because I'm like, I, I want to try and pepper all of us together. And I actually am like most people. I don't I don't like hearing my own voice. I like. <laughs> Wait, what? 
I don't like hearing my own voice. No, no, I heard you. Yeah. I wasn't believing oh, you. Only no, I, I can me. understand why you wouldn't. And yeah. most people would probably side with you. But I, I so. never listened to my voice and I'm like, oh, that sounds great. I'm like, uh, <sighs> okay, just let's. Okay. Yeah. But anyhow, moving on. But hold on. Didn't you, for, first of all, let me do a little sugar with this salt. Mm. Uh, first of all, uh, knocked it out of the park uh, for two weeks in a row. Last week was the. 70s, you know, um, uber spectacular artwork. And then this week was the Sgt. Pepper's tribute. Correct. Which I thought was great. T- Todd, your thoughts on the Sgt. Pepper? Uh, thank you for bringing it up. I thought it was amazing. It made me smile. Well, thanks, buddy. I don't know how Jack got in there, but. Yeah, that's the only disturbing <laughs> thing about that. <laughs> I ha- now, I haven't shown that to Jack yet. But tonight seems like it's going to be the right time to do that, especially if it gets on the podcast. So, so that's the sugar. Like, w- well done. Two weeks in a row. Like, on with it, ranking again. Like, the, uh, I feel like the audio content does isn't matching up to the quality of the teaser for the show that you're advertising for. That being said, yeah. didn't you just also release like a greatest hits like Back to the Vault from a hundred episodes ago? On Instagram, yeah, I saw that. Yeah, yeah, because I didn't want to. Who use was your the files. predominant voice on that clip? Um, it was Corey and you and me. <laughs> no, hold on, Corey, uh, you, and Corey. Yeah. First of all, it's it's making fun of me. <laughs> you guys are ripping into me, so it's not flattering for me. Uh, it's busting balls. I mean, I think right. It wasn't. Yeah. I could have cut that out and just ended it yeah. where it was. Uh, you know, it behooved me to end it. But I'm like, no, this is what normally happens. And right. you guys were ripping into me. And that's where you had said about how disturbing it was that I brought up my stomach and I wasn't washing in the shower. And, and yes. Yeah. yeah. So I'm like, I didn't want that out there, but I'm like, it was funny. So I put it out there. All right. Well, yeah. I, stand, I stand corrected. Uh, yeah. Well, well, that was well played. <laughs> but it was, it was Corey's story that he was telling. He yeah. was telling the story about um, people that grab their stomach when they laugh. And he's like, yeah, I've never seen anybody grab their stomach. He's like, it's got to be a long, long time. 33. 33. 33. Yeah. Jesus. And, and Corey Back goes, 2014. It, it, we, we were talking about something that happened at work. And he's like, ah, that's one of our coworkers is just grabbed his stomach and, oh, ho, ho, oh, ho, 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 and just really started laughing. And that was the first time, like, I've, I've actually seen someone grab their stomach, not like a cartoon, when they're laughing. And I thought to myself, like, I, I've never, I don't think I've ever done that before, but I was like, I know I haven't done that. And, and Corey's like, I, I've never grabbed my stomach when I've laughed. Bob's like, I grab other people's stomachs when I laugh. <laughs> <laughs> and and uh, that's when I said, I don't even like touching my own stomach. And I have, yeah, he said, I've washed said, my own stomach for years or something. Uh, yeah. I said something like, uh, that's why in the shower, I, you know, I don't wash my, you know, I, I don't like, I don't like to wash my stomach. You're like, wait, yeah. hold on. You're not. This is taking a weird turn. You don't like wash. You don't wash your stomach. Yeah, I'm like no, I don't like to. <laughs> like, I force myself yeah. to do it, but yeah, yeah. So I guess you don't have to listen to it now. We've just reenacted the entire <laughs> the thing. Entire. For you. Yep. <laughs> but I'm gonna keep that artwork in the vault or in the bank. So yeah, yeah. You we should can pull right, back. That'll be the some. the single artwork that you use for all the vault stuff, right? Like, so you want to redo for it. the old. Yeah. If it's like older than six months, then yeah, we'll do something. Like did that. you overlay like the name of the episode or anything on it? I did just, not. Okay. So yeah. So real easy to do. Mm-hmm. Nothing you have to make. 
just have to get the file for me yep. once That's I once I calm down and and start you know we'll get you there okay <laughs> Todd what are you drinking tonight I am drinking a little uh, Rogue Brewing uh, Newport Haze Hazy Pale Ale and for my shot I'll be going back to my Crown Apple you got to be done with that bottle by now or did you buy another one it's getting close okay but is that your is that your running favorite like you absolutely plan to buy another bottle of that I absolutely will. Although I like the I like the uh, Jim Beam apple as well. Awesome. Well, uh, pour yourself one to do with us. Sorry, <laughs> I know you guys are waiting. Cheers. And I started talking. No, no worries. Cheers. Machu Picchu. Wow, wow, wow. That's good stuff. There. Yeah, running out of real estate here. So I was attempting to get here very quickly uh, once I realized what time it was, you know, theoretically. Um, I got basically the long and the short of it. It was a birthday party, and I got out there, and I, I thought it was going to be more family-oriented, um, and it was. Go ahead. Tell yeah, us about I feel story. like that was 30 seconds late. No, I know. Okay. Yeah. And uh, I just saw, I'm like, oh, we have a time travel, but we haven't used it forever. Yeah. Good. <laughs> and, and so I, I wasn't anticipating being here. That's why they're over here. The guys did a great job by agreeing to move their whole lives over here, which I appreciate. Wasn't that bad. I, I didn't, didn't think I was going to be here. Sorry. So <laughs> for Corey, it was. Once I got there and I realized, you know, I could almost stay there for two hours and still almost make the show. Um, Okay, now I'm on a time schedule. I'm 40 minutes away. I'm going to say my goodbyes, do all that. So I do all that. Uh, all my cousin's friends, there's like seven of them, eight of them, something like that. Okay, one's on the dance floor, one's here. Oh, goodbye, 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 going around. And so I'm like, I'm like, cool, done. My cousin's like, yep, yep, normally it's, it's oh, where are you going? You know, but nope, nope, uh, have a good one. Thanks for coming down. Yeah. Great. All of a sudden her friend comes up and puts like a credit card in my face. Now this place, outdoor tiki bar, 300 people, there's people everywhere, lines everywhere. Sounds terrible. Yeah. Did she, she, put, she put a credit card she in puts, your mouth? No, just right okay. to my face. And she goes like this. And she goes, oh, no, I haven't seen you in so long. I'm like, well, well, what's going on? Before you go, can you just go get us all a drink at the bar? <laughs> the bar was right behind us, the tiki bar. But I'm like, well, I was just going to take a... She's like, yeah, but we're, just, we're a bunch of girls. Can you just take it for us? We're please? a bunch of girls. Like, Are they it, underage? It, it, no. It's what the fuck? Because it's it's like the princess mentality, you know. And I'm like, and I love them all, so I'm like, right. Uh, but I'm I like, know you well enough to know, like, the, oh yeah, yeah. We're gonna so correct like, that princess mentality. I'm like, real fast. Okay, so I literally just did an about face. The bar was right there. Twenty minutes later, <laughs> got I'm in the car with her credit still, card. And no, I drove I'm home. Still in line. <laughs> She's like, oh, round for the bar. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. She's like, and, and get whatever you want too. I'm like, I'm not leaving. I don't want to. Thank you though. You know. So that was the uh, that was the hook that pulled me back in, and and so I'm like, dun 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 dun. Here are your drinks. These are from Megan. Megan, here's your card. See you guys. <laughs> I was gone. Oh wow. Yeah. I mean, I almost escaped. I was like, this is great. I I got. I went to the secret part of the bar and got oh my, my god. Th- they're probably talking about sports nonstop. No one. <laughs> someone's got to stop them. Got got my food and got my drink. I didn't have to wait in lines. And here yeah. I go to leave, thinking I was gonna chew my arm out of the bear trap and can you go stand in this line the one thing i i can't stand doing yeah you know 
So, but it works. That's what kills me with the, the, the princess mentality for you to entertain that and, if and it actually was, but kowtow. It's, it's it's family people I grew up with, so I'm like, uh, all right. They kind of they kind of look look at me like sometimes the chaperone, but other times like yeah. I'm I'm their cousin as well. And so how bad did you want to buy the the most expensive drink you could and put it on your card? And oh just, well, they got they got seven uh, Tito's and Red Bulls. So God damn, I'm <laughs> sure that wasn't cheap. Yeah. <laughs> no, it was not. Uh, fuck me. I mean, Tito's is Tito's isn't that expensive for a vodka. They charge you. They charge you up the ass for Red Bull, though. Yeah, Tito's is seriously. Yeah. Oh yeah. I mean, Tito's is like a, a little bit better than Absolute. I think. Yeah, I'd agree with that. It's about, it's about a twenty-five dollar half gallon. You would know, Todd. I would. I would, I would well, defer to you on that. We don't drink a lot of Tito's anymore. No, but you were in the you were in the liquor game for long enough. I'm, yeah, yeah, yeah. I like this quality product. Anyhow, and U.S. made. Yep. So I'm glad. I'm glad I could could be here. Make sure I showed up and nipped that 90 second sports in the bud. You totally screwed me because <laughs> I totally had. I was going to go on and on and on and on. You you had your chance, Todd. But no, Nick, I Nick, didn't really. Well, I mean, <laughs> that's you, true. You almost, no. you almost did. You almost. I, did. Now I'm thinking. I'm thinking back to me saying out loud before we started that. Oh, uh, hold on, it's gonna be another couple of minutes, Todd, while Nick gets it up. And I, you didn't say anything, but I feel like in your mind, you're <laughs> exactly. like exactly. I'm like motherfucker. You Dude, could, I'm not lying. I have like seven more Olympic stories because I was definitely gonna run. <laughs> I was gonna charge through. I mean, <laughs> wait, is one is one of them the story I told you? Yes. Oh, good. Had there had there not been technical difficulties, that you guys could have been exactly. Well, that's the that's what screwed us. You guys could have been well sure into echo. ninety minute sports at that point in time. Yeah, and it's not like Corey got here late or anything. It's just it took that long it's to work the, through the the road bumps that that come along with moving everything somewhere else. Yeah, that's just what happens. Yeah, and honestly, given our history, I'm surprised it only took as long as it did. Yeah, because yeah. in the past, sometimes we've been sitting here for like an hour or more. Trying. I mean, I guess we're starting to learn. Oh yeah, no, no. You've got think about that. You've got a hunt since the last time we were here. You've got a hundred episodes under your belt. We're now using Corey. Would you know switch your studio technology? Would you say that your GoPro requires specific Bob Rankin upgrades? Once you come in the house, it's like Rankin House recognized. My, my GoPro New update found. <laughs> my GoPro probably would, and that's that's why we couldn't use it anymore yes. over here. Yeah. I think that's true. Every time he was like, oh, God damn it. Fuck another upgrade. <laughs> I'm like, what's the problem? And he's like, Wait. he did a couple a couple times. Like, I kind of got the stink eye. Like, somehow I had triggered this up. The upgrade. upgrade. Yeah. Yeah. He, he, no, the, he never said anything to me, but he, he was oh, annoyed. Bullshit. Was no, annoyed. We, it we, wasn't about the upgrade. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Oh, no. Hey, you can finish your story. Your thought. <laughs> well, no, no. You go. We're talking about you, so you probably should jump in here. Well, because when we originally talked the other day about doing over here and, and, and how the setup was going to kind of be, uh, Bob mentioned, you're like, oh, you know, doing it outside. And like for a fraction of a second, like I was like, yeah, that's an awesome idea. It'll be a nice yeah. summer night. Yeah. It'll be perfect. Take everything outside. And then nice breeze. Re- reality took over. And I'm like, it's Bob's house. The Wi-Fi is terrible. There's no way we're going to hook all this up outside. Because once you get behind this wall, everything just shuts down. Is that true? Um. No, not, For not the most necessarily. Part. No, there are sweet spots out there, and you know. But yeah, do, doing all this, there would there would have been it no doesn't way. really matter because it's eighty degrees and like sixty percent humidity. So I knew like so it'd be a little cooler than here right now. <laughs> it's seventy one in here right now. Is it? Yeah, 
Yeah. Well, we have like a ton of equipment going in here. So yeah. I'm sorry. I'm seeing, I'm seeing a spots right now. Spots? Yes. <laughs> All right. Well, when we take a break, you can walk outside. You can, yeah. you Get a breeze. Exactly how much cooler it is in here. <laughs> the heat strokes started to take uh, set in. Yeah. I looked at Corey. I go, what? And he goes, yes. Dude, there's the fucking a ton of lights, a TV over here. I, I don't know what you want from me, man. No, no, it's good. We you got appreciate a, you. You, you, had a, you had a giant husky lay at your feet. I did. Yeah. He's gone into like a heat stroke coma. <laughs> no, he's laying on the floor where the floor vent is. This is all fascinating content. But, uh, Todd, I had a couple of questions for you. For, I am ready to answer your question. First of all, whatever happened to the segment that you had planned on doing called You Know You're My Dog? Yeah, yeah. I, I was supposed to, I actually was supposed to make some music. I started on it, got distracted. We didn't bring it up again, and so I thought it was it was a drunken utterance by uh now it's in my notes. Nick. No, I, I actually thought about that a couple weeks ago. I thought I had that idea that you know, you guys uh people love dogs and you can talk about different dog stuff and it could be a segment and uh everyone's like, Yeah, 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 that's great. And And I didn't follow through. No I mean none of us did, so <laughs> Uh, yeah, I just have you to can go say it. My you notes. can say it. I failed you. Not not at all. So ju- <laughs> no. just just a just a little you know nudge to go like, hey, don't forget about that. Like if you wanna if you wanna do it, it's there. None of us are pushing for it, but you know, I, I feel like the uh, I like it. What the fuck, <laughs> Gina? Nick likes it at sixty five. Oh, the temperature. My oh, I got it. <laughs> I wasn't sure where she was going with that. <laughs> yeah. I'm so, I'm sorry, Gina. You're much too young for me. <laughs> <laughs> now I forgot the other thing I had for you. <laughs> Come on. Um, I honestly, yeah, I, I cannot recall what it was. Uh, was it um, the sweat getting in your eyes? No, I, <laughs> I, can't, I can't remember. What, doesn't matter. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. Uh, so we let's do let's do a hundred questions. Uh, without your book, I'm not sure if you could come up with one. So with a hundred questions, I know it's I can't. Existential one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, an existential. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah I, just give me a minute, and I'll do it. You guys. Uh, yeah, riff. Sure. There, there's here. <laughs> Hey, Jack Jack's here. Hey, Jack. Uh, yeah, go ahead. Uh, yeah, sure. Yeah, sure. Uh, yeah, no, 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 no problem. Todd, Todd, and Todd and Corey will uh, keep things moving while Nick is looking for a question. I'm ready. <laughs> Todd. Yes. Oh, hang on! Bob, Bob told me to hang on one second. I, he told us to, he told us to talk and then tells us to hang on. I know it's like what's great. All right, this week for Nick's existential question, not a top, not a uh, segment we do all the time, but. Uh, we're going to pick it up this week. Um, uh, that one was, okay, so we had a Desert Island one that was, well, we've already done. So uh, the one for this week is going to be, um, <laughs> if you could have a free chip 
paid paid for by who, whomever the government a free whoever. chip 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 like a computer chip um okay. and this chip would be put into your child or loved one someone significant other family member into their brain and provide all basic knowledge math language history facts etc would you do it yes or no and why so that's this week's question if you could have a free computer chip put into someone that you care about's brain to provide all basic knowledge for math, language, history, and facts, et cetera, would you do it? Yes or no, and why? Are there are there any caveats to that? Like uh, they're going to retain it for forever? Or that's I'm assuming the undertone is that yeah, they would keep the information. It it's not going to fade. There's not going to be like you know, any kind of loss of memory or anything like that. Oh, that's while you're thinking, tell me what the question was. So the question was, uh, if you could have (laughs) a free chip, computer chip, microchip put into your child's brain or significant other to provide all basic knowledge, math, language, history, facts, et cetera. Would you do it? Yes or no. And why? What if they already have the basics of all those things? Um, the, let's say that, I mean... Are you talking about, like, if you just had a baby? Uh, it, it could be that. Okay. Um, but, I mean, do you know all the basic knowledge of math, language, history, facts, etc.? When you say basic... <laughs> I mean... Like, 100 level? I don't know. I mean, it's, it's open for interpretation, I would assume. I mean, to me, okay. this seems like savant level. You know, I mean, it, it. Oh, okay. So it's not basic level. You're talking like. Well, no, but it's. I, I, I can tell you right now, even though if you want to talk about basic level, we've all gone through basic level of math, language, history, facts, facts, et cetera. Yep. But at the flip of a switch, I think there's a lot of us that aren't going to be able to do some of those things. I feel like it's. Uh, and Todd, you could probably. You, you will probably agree with this. I think all, all of us are probably shallow in everything and deep in like one thing yeah you know so i I feel like the question is could you would you do it if you could make your child significant other whomever whomever uh deep in everything if if not deep then maybe like intermediate level yeah well so my understanding of the question and obviously it's open to interpretation but my my understanding of the question would be it's not going to erase anything so if if i were to give it to you Mm -hmm. it's not going to be like Oh, now your double English major goes down to basic level, right? Like you're not going to lose any information, okay? But you're going to shore up all the areas like math in which I am woefully deficient. Same with me, yeah. Okay. To Clarifying where, question. Yes. Can I put it in myself? In myself? <laughs> no, <laughs> no. And you can't put the chip in yourself either. <laughs> Damn it! <laughs> I could put it in my house myself. I'd never leave the house. For those of you who can't see the the special off camera secret camera, he was uh, he was holding something up. So yeah, it was purple. It was, it was huge. <laughs> it had it had gold writing. It said TD on the side. <laughs> TD thirty two. Yeah. Speaking of that, have you heard of the Superman of Cuba? Oh, please! But I don't I really want to segue wanna... into anything. Can... That you say speaking of that after what we just talked about. <laughs> Speaking of my schwanz. Exactly. <laughs> Have you heard of this, the Superman of Cuba or Havana? 
you guys know money from Washington State? <laughs> That's all. I'm just telling you. Wait, are you going to tell us that story after this existential question? I'm not, but... Will you tell us on the break? Uh, it, was, it was a question. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so I feel like the quest, the question that you're asking, mm-hmm. I, I feel like I'm not understanding it because if, uh, in my mind, the answer is like, yeah, of course I would. Sure. Are there any downfalls to this chip? I don't know. That's that's my like I I don't know I I would have so many more questions to want to know about what you know what the long term effects and consequences might be because uh, because to me I like I would say I'd rather have my kid just learn like we did and and retain the information that way and and learn it. First of all, we didn't retain much. No, you, you, uh, yeah, I, no, but you wouldn't want your kid to make the same stupid mistakes you've made, would you? Of course, I would. That that's that's part of learning. <laughs> yeah, but wouldn't you think that if you if you if you gave them. <laughs> If you gave them this, that that would mean that they could deep dive into thing and focus their no, energy on other things. Because all you said it was it, it just made them good at those what three things, right? But they can still use the energy that they would use to learn that. I and mean, I'm not going to lie, math after eighth grade, I really haven't given too much thought to. Well, but uh, that's the allure of the chip is if but I, I, but, if I, I but, I, but I haven't needed to though. That's what I'm saying. I, but I feel like you probably don't know oh, what you don't man. know. Yeah, I was going to say, at the end of the day, exactly. How, you, if you're going to calculate some, a loss or return on an investment, if you're not doing that, but if you had the, the skills now to do that, you could change your life. Yeah, Seems, if, if, long- if all of a sudden I sat down and, and gave everyone some college-ruled paper and was like, all right, we're going to do these uh, algebra and geometry equations. Uh, five minutes starts now. I think we'd all be like, what? <laughs> <laughs> algebra what? Yeah. yeah. Um, I... I, I the way that you stated it, the way, the way it's probably written, yeah. it doesn't appear that there There's no a, downside. Right. Why would you not? Because, well, there is one downside. What's that? Because I think it was going to be my next clarifying question. You can only give it to one person, right? Correct. That's what's going to cause the shit show. Well, we, we already like know you, you're giving it to It's like if you yourself. had a million dollars to give away, like... Exactly. Well, it, yeah, because if, if anybody else found out that you gave this chip that made... If you, if you gave it to Jack and Cecilia found out, she'd be like, what the fudge? Why wouldn't you give it to me? You see what I'm saying? It's like... I mean, it's it that's, doesn't That's say, the only downside. Because you're does, already smart, baby. It, does, it doesn't... <laughs> you call her baby? I mean, yeah. In that way? <laughs> now now I've got well, No, it's, it's, the, it's the way that you say it, yeah. You just say, like, baby. Oh. <laughs> okay. Baby. <laughs> Just threw up in my mouth. Wow. I yeah. know. Where'd that I have to go? see him work this in person. <laughs> so, uh, you know, nice. you're already smart, baby. Yeah, it's a reassuring. Yeah, it, it doesn't say either way that you have to specify one singular person. It just says if you could put it into your child, would you do it? And I was opening up the question for significant other, for people that don't have a child, uh, a child, okay. children, whatever. Yeah. But I, I'm reading it as there's no further information known about the question. So yeah. I only have to assume that everything else is up in the air. Right. So I'm looking at it like maybe the vaccine. Now the vaccine, we were, there were a lot of people getting it or not getting it for very specific reasons. And, and I respect both decisions, but there's questions on what could happen. Could there be complications? Things like that. So we don't know, and we can't ask. <laughs> Sorry, we can't. The question. My, my dog has allergies. The, the question is what the question is. So, I guess that's a possibility. Would you do it, and or would you be like, ah, 
I would have to know that the science is legitimate and 100% and they're not going to get a tumor as a result, you know, something like that. That would be I, my I mean, I, I would most definitely want to know all that. Um, if they can't provide that, then, then most definitely no. Then no, yeah. Yeah, I mean, it would it would depend on that. Would be a that'd be a Todd Dillon clarifying question. But I I, <laughs> I I I hear where Corey's going with that. Like, are you short if you if you give it to your child? Are you denying them the joy of learning? <laughs> no, no. There's there there's some. I mean, whether it's you know law enforcement, the the joys of cooking. The you know discovery of like learning a new skill, the, the those joys are things of that, IT. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. You but see? You, you know what I mean? There, there's there's certain things that everybody can say like, oh no, I wouldn't. I, if I would have lost that, you know, that it would have been half of the enjoyment of the whole thing. The adventures and the journey. Is I don't, I don't put oh. words in your mouth, but no, 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 because that's that's what I'm yeah. exactly what I'm saying. I mean, it's there can be stuff in life that you go through and you you experience that. Uh, is enjoyable and that and I get what you, the other side of, of saying like yeah those skills like you could do other stuff or, or find time for other things but I mean at the end of the day like I said the, the skills listed weren't it's uh, more than that like, I thought it was, I didn't think it was just a specific set of skills that's that's what he said that that was what was it math math language history and history facts etc Oh, et cetera. Oh, well, so see, now, that's okay. a, that's yeah. a broad. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Et now, if it was, if it was like a Liam Neeson specific set of skills. No, these are a, basic. That's a different basic question. Knowledge. Even still, even still, you could actually read and you know how to do, how to train to do that. How have people but who have come from nothing to something like that? There, there are a lot of questions yeah. because what is your, Facts. Def, what is your, what is your definition of basic knowledge? To me, my definition on basic knowledge would probably be a fourth or fifth grade level. Yeah, maybe. You know? Yeah. Six, sixth, seventh grade, maybe. But that's you, basic but knowledge. Sixth and seventh graders can't function in the world necessarily. Well, it's not saying uh, function in the world knowledge. It's basic. But why would you? So, wh- what is the benefit of giving someone basic knowledge that anyone, uh, you know, younger than a seventh grader would already have? As Ross once said, don't blame the questions. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> Fair enough. I think et cetera leaves it open to a lot. And if you could know everything about everything about something, even at the fifth grade level, you'd be a superhero. <laughs> well, but the one thing that you couldn't do is you wouldn't be able to teach anybody what you knew because you never learned it yourself. It was just given to you. But you can well, give that you shit and constantly that? recall it. Yeah, you have it there. Yes, like, you'd be no, able no, to teach but, anyone. But photographic but, memory. But that's, the, that's a very good point. The, the, thanks, Corey. If you No, because if you just know it, you don't know yeah, how you, you don't know how you got to that conclusion, and you couldn't teach somebody else because you didn't go through that process yourself. You have no idea how you learned it. I mean, I, I would assume, and we've spent way too long on this, but I would no. Assume, this is no, it's an interesting uh, question. I would assume basic knowledge means that you know the ins and outs of why you got there. It's not just giving you the answers to the problems; it's giving you the solutions and how to solve them. And so, yeah, I would yeah. think you, it would be teachable. There's a lot of ins and outs and ups and downs with this. A lot question. of what have you. A lot of what have you. <laughs> <laughs> A lot of snippets and clippets. Yeah. Yeah. Strikes and gutters. Strikes and gutters. <laughs> All right. Todd Dillon, you ready for a break? I'm ready for a let's, break. Let's do that. So we're going to take a break. We'll come back in 15 minutes. Uh, in the meantime, you don't have to go anywhere. Stay in the room. Get yourself a drink. Uh, maybe uh, hit the little Wranglers room uh, while you're waiting. And, uh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> sure. <laughs> <laughs> 
to the second half of episode 135 for Shine's Cast. Welcome back, everybody. Mr. Mighty. Good to be back. <laughs> Mr. Mighty's back. I'm back, baby. Dude, that was cutting it close. Yeah, I know. I sat down and I'm like, woo, with seconds to spare. That was literally the closest I think we've ever come on the break. Yeah. I was sitting here and I'm like, I'm listening to the music. I'm like, I I think he knows. Uh, maybe I should say something. He came running over. I'm like, yeah, he knows. Yeah. I, well, I had to get the dog uh, a chewy treat. And then what did you do with Indy? <laughs> oh, hey, Nick. <laughs> All right, uh, Corey. Let's get into gentlemen's agreement. Gentlemen's agreement. We got it, Todd. We need some music for that. Oh, yep, I'm on it. I have music for that. I, I forgot. I forgot to put that shit in the mixer. Can I pl- can I play it out loud if I turn my my laptop volume up? Uh, yeah, sure. Will this come over? Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Uh, Holding. Holding. Hang on. Oh, man. No. Don't have it. Oh, sound bites. That's where it is. Got it. Go. No, it's the MF and Gentleman's Agreement. <laughs> you did. To That's be it. fair, you did tell me. I did that you were going to clip it. I did. I there just, we go. I just put on a button, but it'll be done for next week. I doubt that Nick will play it, but we'll see. I mean, I don't really have a choice. You guys are just going to probably press it. In. No, no, no. I'm not going to be there, so it's you're going to be running the mixer. So, oh, that's right. Yeah, I, I can press it. <laughs> that's true. You're probably going to sit where I'm sitting. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Todd right. Dillon. Yes, sir. Uh, I assigned you the Summer of Soul. Yes, you did. And uh, but I had but yeah. don't, shouldn't I do my uh, my makeup one first? I had two. Oh, uh, was that for the cabin? You you broke up a bit. Was that for the cabin? Yes. Yeah. Who signed that to me? Oh, that was uh, that was all Corey. That's got Corey written all over yes. it. <laughs> okay. So he was on a Bert Kreischer kick with you. Yes. Thank you. Just you just saved saved it to you. So should I start with that one first? Yeah, yeah. Start with that one first. Sorry. Okay. So the the reason why I asked that question is I actually there's a there's a movie called The Cabin from like 2018. Oh, did and you that's watch what it you instead? watched. Yeah. I well I I watched it and it was so freaking horrible. I had to shut it off uh, at the three quarter way point because <laughs> uh, it was. Like this doesn't make any sense, but I'm like I can't. Well, I gotta watch. It's called the cabin. I kept searching the cabin, uh, and so uh, I tried to watch it again. And thankfully, my uh, Tubi app died uh, about halfway through, and so I'm like, hey, I gave it a go. I tried to watch the worst movie ever called The Cabin uh, two times, and it was so horrible I was gonna tear someone a new one. But now I know that Corey was supposed to have me watch. Supposed to say the cabin. With, uh, uh, what's his Tom uh, Kreischer. Kreischer. Yeah, <laughs> Th- that's very that's very important to actually getting the right the search right. Gotcha. I told you it was on Netflix. And where was the? That's other- not what's in that one note though. 
I, I, I don't control the one. I now. just I just put the name of the thing. I didn't put what exactly. What, okay. So here's the thing. <laughs> I watched it. It was horrible. And then when I searched it the second time, I did notice there was a a thing for uh, the cabin with Burt Kreischer. And so I actually did watch that the entire miniseries. Solid effort. Very, very good. Uh, I think that uh, he could have elaborated. So I, I need to back up. So I found the right thing I was supposed to watch. <laughs> I noticed he didn't give a grade there. Yeah, yeah, hold on. Yeah, yeah. So the the other the first cabin F minus and an ass kicking. Wow. Uh, the gets a solid B minus. Uh, huh. uh, absolutely uh, a good. Uh, it's apparent he him being naked is actually funny, and the fact that he and Bobby Lear tight is awesome. But again, the, I'm, and I, I guess I, again I still screwed up. The third. Uh, basically, Burt Kreischer is a comedian, and the premise of a, this miniseries is that he needs to get away. He's too busy. He's he's working, barely seeing his family, and and just it's just a busy. He's busy twenty six hours every day, and his wife like he, and he's drinking uh, to fill some of the gaps in actual working. So he's going to go away in the woods by himself to find himself, and he turns out turns out rather than doing that, he shoots a, sh- a show. So again, he's working, but favorite people most of them comedians to can't to uh, camp with him and do kind of mind body soul experiments together and conversation so that's that's the 90 second synopsis and i get a bad. solid b minus solid uh, b minus come from todd that's yeah. that's pretty impressive i'll yeah. take that yeah the the things that like i said the things i didn't like is i don't think he in each one of the episodes to get this isn't a spoiler alert but he looks to kind of learn something about himself and and life and there's a specific episode with uh, Ms. Patton, whatever, Coco from uh, the Big Bang Theory. And he actually didn't draw the real point out of it. At the end of the day, there are assholes uh, in every, made up of every race and culture on the planet. And, yeah, I don't want to give it away, but he, he didn't get the point there. And it was a bit of a bummer. But, that, but other than that, it was a solid show. All right. Thank you, sir. Wow. Yeah, you can't, you can't hope for anything better than that. All right. So Corey. Well, sure you can. <laughs> well, that's true. There's a lot of grades oh. between an A and a B minus. <laughs> Corey, you had to watch. Do I do, do I do my other one now? Oh yeah, yeah. I'm sorry. Yes. 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 Summer and of so, Soul. Yeah, Summer of Soul. So Bob assigned that to me. It was on my list of things to watch, and so I was I was excited to watch it because uh, I'd heard good things, but I didn't know really anything about it. Uh, synopsis is. Uh, for over 50 years. So everybody know, has heard of Woodstock. No matter how old you are, you've heard of Woodstock. Uh, 1969, the summer of love, uh, America, and, and generation was taking over, and we were going to have fun, uh, be ourselves and everything. And Woodstock is like the the quintessential moment of 1969. And it turns out uh, a, few months, a few months apart, there was a cultural festival in Harlem, New York, uh, which also featured bands and music. And so between fifty and 300,000 people attended uh, these, this series of concerts that were all free uh, to the public. Uh, and it, it was amazing. If you, if you, and so that's kind of the premise of this. It's, the, it's footage that was locked in some guy's basement for 50 years. And, Bob, you, you can do much better than a B-. minus. I gave this a solid A. Solid. Just wow. because if you love me. And, again, if you don't like music, you, it's probably not for you. Because, and, again, there's some. Other historical things that are pretty important, but if you like, if you're really a fan of music and all music, what I loved about it was I had a smile on my face 
and I was actually saving songs and groups that I'd never heard of before because I wanted to listen to their stuff because it is a phenomenal show. I want to know whether that's like available on vinyl, like if they put the soundtrack out to that movie with with some of the, you know, not necessarily all of them, but as many as they can get, I would definitely pick it up. Yeah, I was, dude, like I said, I'm like, oh, I've heard eight songs of hers in my playlist, and I'm like, well, I never heard that live version. I hope that I can get that. Now, did you, um, I, I trust that you watched it uh, with a good stereo system? I did. Okay. Uh, Stevie Wonder to there... open up. Oh, my God. Yeah, that, that was amazing. I didn't know he could play the drums. Yeah. Sorry, spoiler alert. <laughs> I know. Todd, I didn't there... want to say that because it's amazing. Todd, is there any room in your house that doesn't have a good audio system? The bathroom. I feel like that is probably yeah, actually the one of the best. Has a decent <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> I mean, we'd I, go I think shit. I might know Todd a little better than uh, than you. The closet, the coat closet. I don't have. I don't have. I don't have one in the coat closet. No, I, right. I think I'm a. Fi- uh, actually, no. <laughs> no, the no, coat closet is. My, the, the, don't no, be no, there's a TV in. The, there's a television in the room I'm sitting in right now, and it does not have any. It only has TV monitor sound. So, yes, there is a room that has shitty sound. This one right here. Okay. But it- <laughs> awesome, man. I'm glad you liked it. Loved it. Loved it. Every if you're a fan of music, watch it, please. It's awesome. Just even again, if you can even don't listen to the words if you don't want to. You listen to the music. The words are pretty awesome as well. Yeah, loved it. All right, Corey. You had, uh, from Todd, you had Judas and the Black Messiah. Yeah. <laughs> I love, I like where this is starting. Um, so, all right. So on the podcast, we, we there's a few things we don't really ever touch on. Three, three of the big ones. Eight, race, politics, politics, religion. and religion. Todd, thank you for picking out a movie <laughs> that that's all the movie was about was those three things. Um, <laughs> So I, I, I've been, I've actually been thinking about this like all week and uh, trying to, how to like, not carefully put, put this together, but trying to keep with what we have on the show uh, without breaching any of those topics, uh, if you will, to a certain extent. But so before you go, before you go further. And, and so again, my intent wasn't to break any, any rules of the podcast? No, no, no. I, I know. Yeah, obviously. Content does, and so, and so again, just the quality of the film, the the prom- At the end of the day, like I said, that, that this that's what this is for me. I think it was uh, well made, well done, especially being that uh, the lead actor is not from here and has the thickest accent ever. But never mind. It's no, no, uh, Daniel Kaluuya, you're talking about? Yes, yes, yes. Um. So uh, there was a lot of uh, a lot of stuff like I said that uh, that took place during this movie that I don't want to go too much into as far as uh, opinions and, and views and, and and us discussing it actually. But what I, I did find very interesting was um, during that time, uh, uh, you know, late sixties, early seventies. Excuse me. Um, Jesus. The, the, what the fuck? I, <laughs> Yeah, that that, like that came that came from deep. It, yeah. I, I feel from like there the was diaphragm. there was a, it ma- was a male bullfrog in heat. <laughs> Just about. <laughs> um, but it, the the idea that uh, 
basically the the government was wanting races to wage war against each other um, because it would benefit the government uh, was absolutely insane to me. Like knowing, like hearing that that information and and Martin Sheen, you know, playing uh, J. Edgar um, and him comparing the Korean War to their current state of affairs in the United States uh, was mind boggling. Um, I, again, I, I still, I, I still can barely wrap my head around that, that that's what was taking place during that time. Um, but the, the, the way I decided that I, I'll really bring this all together was that if we, the old quote of, if, if we don't learn from the past, history is doomed to repeat itself. And it are, it, that is shown from the movie to the present day that we're in. Um, and I, I clearly feel that, that that's why it was produced and made because it shows exactly uh, today's times and days that we're in reflect back on, on the late 60s and 70s. Um, and we haven't learned from it as a society or as a, as a people. And that's shameful uh, on, on us. Uh, so, like I said, putting those two together, um, that that's what really kind of kind of hit it home for me, and and that's that was my full thought that I, I would give you guys on on the movie and and put put out there, you know, for people that want to go watch and, and create their own opinion and, and thought on it, please do. It's it is a great movie, um, very insightful, um, and and makes you makes you think about a lot as far as like I said, the day that we're that we're currently in, uh, we're just reliving the past, and it's it's not a good thing. Okay, I'm gonna keep it on my list. It, it's, I, I I will say the one thing I that I I did laugh at big time during the movie was there was a shootout scene where there were some officers across the street and uh, some people in a, a house like a, an apartment on the second floor, and they were in a, a shootout with 38s and shotguns. <laughs> and I'm like, oh my god! At least this was back in the day when you could have a shootout. And no one was really gonna get hurt. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> There's no way you're shooting a 38 from across the street into a window and hitting someone. And then you're definitely not shooting a shotgun across an entire city block and hitting your target. So I'm like, oh, that's at least they could just shoot at each other and, and maybe a bystander would get hurt. But yeah, that was about it. You could have fun and and shoot at each other and no, no one would actually get hit. So, right. I did laugh. at I, I chuckled myself at that part of it. But excellent picture. I'm glad you enjoyed it. Thank Most you. definitely. Yep, uh, Todd. We got a sat. Uh, sat? Todd, we got a shot sitting here. A sat sitting here. I got one as well. I got mine ready. I'm locked and loaded. All right, let's do it. For if you're out there listening in the future, join us. Pause us, and we're back. Machu Picchu. Salute. Oh, jeez. Okay. Nick's Nick's in a rush. I you know, we're reaching the stickiest liqueurs we can find over. <laughs> The most expensive equipment we can find. Yeah. Just so we can touch glasses and that makes zero sense. Sorry. It's okay. All right. So, uh, Nick, you're going to give your review for The Circle next week, right? Correct. Okay. So uh, so that brings it back to me. I had to watch The Killing, uh, a sign from Nick. Uh, and I is it okay if I give the review even though I only got through two episodes? Sure. That's where all you were assigned, right? Well, they're forty minutes each, That's which means I I need really to get through three. No, but, but I plan on so Yeah. No, that's fine. So I will say, um 
I, I would give it a solid a solid B. And I intend on finishing it. And the only thing that's going to keep me from doing that is I am two episodes away from finishing, like, from getting all caught up with Ozark. So I want to finish that first. Yeah, right? I'm on Ozark as well. And then I've got, and then I want to get back to Mr. In Between. Thanks, Todd. Yep. And uh, and to finish the killing because, so the killing is uh, so, so quick. Thirty seconds. Uh, it's about an FBI agent who is about to retire. Um, I'll try to. I guess I'll try to keep this as spoiler free as I can. Um, but you could probably read what I'm about to say. is probably on the IMDb. Quick recap of the plot anyway. FBI agent about to retire, but is uh, drawn back into a case involving the the disappearance and subsequent um, uh, finding of the body of a missing girl. And she has a she has a partner, um, and the and her partner is was really supposed to be her replacement, and they end up working together. So uh, I've only seen the first couple episodes, but. I really, really, really liked it a lot. I liked the tone of the show. I think that the the actress who played the the parents of the missing girl mm-hmm. were f- utterly fantastic. Mm-hmm. I've seen a lot of movies and TV shows and documentaries in which, you know, someone has gone missing and the parents are supposed to be grieving or going through the grieving process, but this was something... Something beyond that. Like, they, they really did a good... as they, They're... Terrific actors, uh, both the mother and the and the father, and the mother. It was Michelle Forbes. I had to look up her name because I've seen her in a, a, a ton of other things. And the, uh, I just want to call out the guy's name who played the dad. His name is Brent Sexton, and he the two of them did such a good job of like I started to kind of get choked up myself watching it. Because, you know, you try to suspend disbelief and put yourself in their shoes. Like, well, what, how would I react if this was my child? Right. And I've seen this actor in a lot of different things. He's been in a ton of shit. And I didn't know his name. And I feel like after this, I'm like, I need to know this guy's name. So Brent Sexton knocked it out of the park. And the guy who plays the replacement FBI agent is Joel Kinnaman. He's, he's, he's like an up-and-comer, isn't he? Because he's been in a lot of stuff recently. Yeah, he's not an up-and-comer. He's been in a bunch of shit. Yeah. He's, he's, he's in, he was in the first Suicide Squad. Um, he's in the brand-new James Gunn-directed Suicide Squad, which just opened up this weekend. Lauren, I went to see it last night. He's, he's, he plays Rick Flagg in that. Um, he was also in I Assigned You, Nick, I think, uh, back on... Doesn't he play a politician in something? He's played a politician in a couple different things. He's also in Altered Carbon. Yes. And he did a really good job there. So he, he's a he's a Swedish actor. Is he really? So he's yeah. faking an he's accent. He's got that Yeah, but that's uh, he's an actor. So that's how good he is with accents. But he's got that very tall, sort of angular, uh blonde, you know, Swedish face. Yeah. And uh he's a really good he's a really good actor. And once I saw him walk in the door, I'm like, oh, I'm in. <laughs> right. This guy, this guy can, can kill it. So that I want to see what he does. That was actually the first thing I saw him in, and I was like, wow, yeah. he's very believable at his character. That was the first character I saw him. So when I saw him as a politician, I'm like, come Which on, was, um, House of Cards. Yeah, have you seen House of Cards? Yep, yeah, he was. He, yeah, I'm like, come on, dude. Same you're, guy. No, you're the rough and tough fucking street guy. Yeah, you're not. Uh, but then I got on board. I, it just, he's that good. Yeah, I want to see what he can do as a, 
you know, down on his luck, sort of, you know, from the streets. Yeah. American FBI agent. So, yeah, uh, solid solid B, and it would be probably be higher if I had been able to watch more. But I'm definitely going to keep with it and finish the first season. And the main character, I've not, I'm not familiar with her. The, the can't remember her name, but, but she kind of has uh, like an Angie undertone to her. <laughs> go go <laughs> on. I mean, <laughs> go she, on. She kind of has like that demeanor, like the what demeanor is that? The you know, uh, kind of like a, the tomboy. She's tough. Uh, she kind of wants to be on her own and and you know, no makeup kind of thing. Like she's she can handle her business, you know. And I see parts of Angie and her kind of intertwined. And I, I liked her character. I, I did. She oh, so was it's a compliment. Yeah. Okay. It wasn't. She, All right. She. I, I, I don't think for a second that Angie is. Angie is a friend of ours. Who, now that we're going back to like the hearkening back to us recording in my kitchen, yeah, yeah, a hundred <laughs> episodes ago, she was actually here in the kitchen on a podcast. And uh, if you listen to that one, you'll you'll understand why she hasn't returned. <laughs> no, but yeah, she's just a, a short attention span. That was all. But yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but but I liked. I really liked her character. Um, and I don't know if she's like a fantastic actress. Or that's her coming out in her character. But yeah. whatever she was doing seemed... She didn't do anything where she knocked it out of the park, but she was believable. She's very serious. Yes. Very, like, they lingered on her face a lot for that stoic, like... Yeah, yeah. You know, reviewing the crime scene or, like, they just found something and and she realizes something significant and she kind of had to give the old... She was you know. she was believable as, <laughs> as the, as the uh, seasoned uh, chick cop. I mean, she, she was very seasoned, but I, I and I looked her up too. I I can't remember her name, but I think she's been in a, a few like art house type films and like independent movies. I don't think she's been anything huge yet. No, I don't either. And she was she's super short. I think too. She's short. I think she's a ginger. Yeah, um, I think so too. But, but she, she she's also very good. But I feel like her best stuff is yet to come. Like after first couple episodes, I'm sure I haven't and, seen and, it yet. And I believe the killing only goes on for three seasons. Well, dude, I mean, <laughs> I'm trying to fucking get through Ozark. No, no, no. I got to get through I've that other so season shit. of Mr. You, Between. You now always assume I'm killing. like, you have to watch this. No, no, no. no. Like, this is the, this is the, this is the, 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 uh, the ever present uh, struggle with Gentleman's Agreement. You're going to get assigned some shit that, you that like. you're not going to like. And then you're going to get some, assigned some really good stuff and you're going to want to finish it. But the next week you're going to get something else. <laughs> yeah. And, you know, if you get, like, two or three weeks in a row where someone assigns you, like, something that's had three or four seasons that you really like, like, now you're, the shit piles up, and there just isn't there aren't enough hours in the day. Cool. Well, it looks like you're got, attempting to reconnect. I'm not sure if that's to, to YouTube I'm not or what, seeing it over here, but... Oh, let's... Continue on. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's only error 53... 534.05. That's... That, that, that's a... <laughs> You know how many nothing to worry about. Yeah, you know many errors preceded that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> All right. So, so. Oh no! <laughs> Please allow Switcher Studio to access your account. Yeah, I, I liked Token it. Token expired. I liked it. I burned through the three seasons. I enjoyed it. It, it left me wanting more. Uh, I don't know why they only did three, but I I feel like that the killing was one of those things that they're like, this is what we're doing. We're doing three. We're wrapping it up. And that's the way it's going to be, you know. And I, I respect the shit out of that. Fuck like yeah. I, I, if the story you have to tell takes three seasons, 
don't fucking drag it out into four. Tell a tight, good story uh-huh. for three seasons, and I'm in. And by the yep. and when it's over, I, I it's will over. fucking applaud and can't wait to see the actors that were in it and the writers who did it and the directors who did it do something else. Yeah. Yeah, I, I enjoy that. As much as I want to see more, like the story that you're telling is over. Right. You know, so it's yeah. done. I, I like the... I like the way the, the the Brits do it for the the first office, the UK office, and for a lot of their series, they do every season's like six or seven episodes. That's it, and that means like every episode's like thirty minutes, and so you get <laughs> you only get a few hours for the first season, and then they only do like three seasons, and that's it. And they're done. Wow! And then they move on. They got they got enough ideas, uh, and they recycle those actors, and they move from show to show. But they don't. They don't didn't, feel a lot of fat. And then, so then, when they did the, the U.S. office, they're like, "Oh no, no, we got to do like twenty-five episodes a season. It's going to go like eight seasons." <laughs> well, like remember Breaking Bad, like yeah. hour-long mm-hmm. episodes, mm-hmm. and I mean there were like twenty-some episodes per season in Breaking Bad, I believe. Uh, I I I feel like there was, was like less than thirteen that, to twenty or something like that. Yeah, but and they went five seasons, I think. Oh yeah. no, Breaking Bad. Yeah, was it five? Five it or five. six. Yeah, right around there. But I but Breaking Bad had a story to tell that it's a lot like so five. Yeah, it was five. I'm gonna go back to Ozark because only because that's the one I'm trying to trying to wrap up at least get caught up with it because I think they're gonna come up with a fourth season pretty soon. Um, Ozark's one of those shows, just like Breaking Bad. There are it, it doesn't matter what episode you're in. The way that you think it's going to go, it doesn't go that way. Mm-hmm. It's something else happens, and they take it in a totally different direction. And you, and so every episode, there's at least one moment you're like, "What the fuck?" I, I still, <laughs> I, I love that. I still love the the idea that there was a time that you know your your movie jackets are so full, and yeah. you know uh, filmography like you you just have seen everything. And the fact when I was telling you about Breaking Bad, and you're like, oh, I've never seen it. I'm like, what? And yeah, I'm I'm just so glad you finally watched it. Yeah, well, there, there were a ton of. I mean, when we first started Gentleman's Agreement, my watch list on Netflix and Amazon Video and Hulu and HBO, there's like twenty twenty five movies on each one that or or series that I'd wanted to get to. Sorry. Uh, but there's just only so many hours in the day. So Gentleman's Agreement is a great way to, like, someone's going to assign it to me. Someone's going to assign something good. Mm-hmm. Yep. You know, I'm not always going to get Jingle Jangle. Sorry, Todd. Sorry, Todd. <laughs> hey, wait, wait. The Jingle Jangle got a good rating. First, wasn't not for me. First of all, nobody got Jingle Jangle but me. That's true. That is true. So you don't so understand. Far, yeah. My Chris, troubles, Chris, oh, troubles, troubles, troubles. Christmas is coming. Pretty soon. I feel like jangle. one of the two of us is going to get yeah. jingle, jangle. It's jingle Jangle. still got a passing grade. Yeah, you want to, Christmas is coming. You want to depress yourself around Christmas? Not Watch not. three hours of Jingle Jangle. <laughs> it's not a three hour movie. It felt like it was seven hours. <laughs> Come on. This is, go to the tape. Go to the, go tape. To the tape. That was not the review that Nick I, gave when he what I What I said was, I hated Todd for giving me that fucking movie. Because I said he made me watch little girls sing songs and little boys, and I wanted to kill myself. It's a glowing review. I said, but I, so. I understood the undertone of it and the fact that it positively showed 
different cultures in Christmas tradition movies that were not often present in, you know, in like the black community and things like that. They didn't have those, you know, every like, uh, every movie, uh, like holiday movie and everything that you look at, it's just predominantly white people. So it gave a positive image to that. And I respected that. I thought that was great. And I also said that had I been a kid, I probably would enjoy the shit out of it. Um, but I was not. I was an adult. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. And, and actually, by the way, my the thing I loved was, again, how many movies have you seen Forrest Whitaker sing in? Yeah, that was great. And uh, how many movies, do you, get to, point. How many movies yeah. do you get to see Ricky Martin as a fucking animated hopefully character? Zero, hopefully zero. <laughs> it was great. I was, I was hoping every movie and, I get to see Ricky Martin. And yeah. one, one of the Keenan and Cal duo also was in that movie. Was it Keenan? I would say most likely Keenan. Yeah. yeah. Is Kel still alive? I haven't seen Kel in anything for a while. What the Kel? I think Good Burger. I think I, I think Good Burger was the last thing I saw Kel in. Yeah, it was a long time ago, dude. But yeah, it was. Uh, it had mixed emotions going into that review. <laughs> mixed them. Em- All right. So uh, new assignments. Yeah, and I'll double up this week. So it's fine. you sure? Yep. Okay. I got no problem with that. All right. Um. So I have Corey. Corey's got Todd, uh, Todd's got Nick, and Nick has me again. Ooh. Dang. Anybody want to go first? Yeah, I can go first just because you're probably going to be like, oh, yeah, I finally got around to seeing that. I had something in mind. Oh, yeah, sure. Did you end up watching Sneaky Pete? I, I did watch Sneaky You Pete. son of a bitch. I knew you were going to say that. I was assigned Sneaky Pete. And I you liked it, right? Like it. Yeah, I loved yeah, it. Yeah, I think I, gave it, I think I gave it to you. I, you, when did I... When was that? Yeah, yeah. This was back in October of 2020. I don't know if it was you, Todd, but it might have been. Maybe. All right. So, well, my my phone is not connected to your Wi-Fi, and we're in a Faraday cage, so I can't get on. Your laptop my, is. I know, but I'm not connected through my Netflix on here right now. So, <laughs> okay. But anyhow, um, right, you want you want to go last? I'll no. Go. Why don't we make this easy? Okay. Why don't you watch two more episodes of The Killing so you don't have to double dip? Oh man, you'll have you'll have uh, you'll have time. Gentleman and scholar, no, thank you. Yeah. I, I will absolutely do that. I am going to watch uh, two hours of Ozark first, though. And whatever you want to do. As long man. as I, yeah, by this time next, actually, I will have time because I'm not going to be here next week. That's true. So I got time. So I'll tell you what, I nothing will, but time. I will finish the rest of the first season of The Killing. How about that? How about that? How about that? How about that? Two weeks from two weeks from now. Catch me outside, dude. What's well, not good? <laughs> All right, uh, Corey, you got something for Todd? I do. Uh, Todd, you have uh, where to go here? I lost. Todd's, how to? Todd's right there. I I can see Todd. Okay. Uh, <laughs> how to make money dealing drugs? That's on HBO Max. Yeah, but what are you assigning him? Oh. That's it. Todd already knows I lost, that. I lost contact with you guys for a second. <laughs> oh. I was going to say, Todd is being awfully quiet. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Did you hear me? I didn't hear one thing. Oh, okay. You have How to Make Money Dealing Drugs on HBO Max. What did I see? Oh, okay. I'm sorry because I lost contact. Because <laughs> I was too busy thinking about how to make money while dealing drugs. <laughs> I'm, like, I, I'm like, I got some ideas around that. <laughs> well, this might help you out. There we Todd, go. You haven't seen it, have you? I have not. All right. Yep. 
Well, Todd, you got Nick. I, I do. And Nick, I, I love getting Nick because there he, there's an opportunity to go many ways. And I don't know if this is against the rules, but now, Nick, hold, hold, hold on. Before you, before you say this, the one that the, the, what Nick has to watch from this week that he hasn't watched yet. So we'll have two to get for next week was also from you. And it was, wasn't it from you? The circle? No, it wasn't that from me. It wasn't from you? I gave him the circle. Nope. You did? Oh, yeah. never mind. Uh, Keep so going. Can I say what I was going to say? Yeah. All right. So, so Nick, actually, I have two things in mind. And I think they're both awesome because I loved them both. Uh, but do you want to laugh or do you want to just be gripped? Gr- gripped? Can he be gripped while laughing? Yeah. Well, an action, action. Movie I'll be gri- just spit in your hand first before you grip too hard. Yeah, <laughs> some lotion. If you know, if you, if you really cared. Um, yeah. Sponsored by Jerkins. Yeah. <laughs> I want to be gripped, Todd. All right. Uh, have you seen uh, Sicario, de, de Soledado? I'm sorry. Wait, hold on. There hey, you go. Yeah, you can't. Yeah, are you thinking what I'm thinking? Yeah, I'm, Todd, let's let's go back because I know he already hasn't seen that. Why not go with the original? Yeah, not the sequel. Okay, okay. I'm sorry, I'm, I'm not trying to take over your pick by any means. Yep, yeah, no, that, that's a great point. But then I, you could I, bank for future next time you get Nick, you can give him the sequel to it. Right, got it. Sicario. Okay. All right, so that that leaves me with Corey. Corey. Um. Have you seen Butch Cassidy and the Sundance Kid? Yeah, you assigned it to me. I did? Yeah. On oh, the, no. On the podcast? Yeah. Uh, are you sure? Yes. I know, very, you, I know you assigned it to me. Very yeah, sure. I think I assigned it to Nick. I also watched it at but some you, point. you've seen it? Yeah. Okay. All right. Back to the drawing board. Uh, <laughs> do you want a movie or do you want a show, like a series? It's your pick, man. Have you ever seen News Radio? No. There you go. Oh, boy. Okay. Ah. Is this easy to find? Uh, I'll tell you what. If you can't find it, I you have I the have, DVD. I have the DVDs. <laughs> Nick, how many times have we heard that? Well, you're here in my house. You can get it before no, I know. You leave. I know that. I'm just yeah. saying, though. Corey, you happen to have that DVD. I do. Go to the, the movie vault. <laughs> What's that passcode again, Bob? <laughs> <laughs> Five five five. <laughs> Hello, and thank you for calling Movie Phone. <laughs> Please enter your password now. <laughs> for the for your movie you want to hear, press one. You've selected Agent Zero. <laughs> You've selected Brown Eyed Girl. You have selected the Vinyl Countdown. Why don't you tell me what you want to see at the movies? <laughs> Vinyl countdown? The fuck is this, Bob? <laughs> oh, man. Why, why was the password to the vault 555 Filk? <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. All right. Uh, do, do we uh, ju- only have time? I, I'm looking at the clock, and with... We, we still have, like... 30 minutes if you wanted. All right. So let's do let's do 100 questions. Um, okay. Normally, I would, <laughs> what? No. You're 555 five, five, Phil. <laughs> what's Phil? What's, what do you mean? You're Phil. I'm Phil. I don't want to be I don't want to be Phil. No, you don't understand. 555 five, five, Phil <laughs> is nothing. 
555 film is movie phone. So I'm Filk. You're Filk. <laughs> I'm Filk? You're Filk. I don't want to be Hello, Filk. and thank you for <laughs> calling. <the> movie phone. <laughs> what was that one where he's like... <coughs> He's like, uh, if you want to see Agent Zero, press <laughs> yeah, one. And he goes, and then he you goes, selected <laughs> Agent Zero? Then he goes, ah, we got to get to the chopper. <laughs> Agent Zero, based on a true story. If you want to see Brown Eyed Girl, press two. <laughs> then he's like, why don't you just tell me what you want to see? <laughs> oh, man. Seinfeld. Love it. That's All right. What, that's what I figured. Yeah. So, 100 questions. Uh, question question to the group is, who is the most famous person that you ever met? You guys think about that. I'm gonna at, at yeah. the, okay. Does, Corey's now, is gonna be a hockey player. No, clarifying question. Hockey, hockey players. Yeah, go ahead. Did they they had to be famous at the time and still currently famous, or their careers kind of faded off? You know, I would say. Uh, famous is household name ish, right? If you say their name and no, none of the rest of us know who the fuck you're talking about. I, they probably wouldn't qualify because that would mean that they're not currently famous, nor were they ever famous. Okay. <laughs> I mean, if they I, weren't I, famous when you met them, but then they became famous, we would know their name. Yeah, yeah, I, I, I guess in a, in a sense, but okay, all right. That that, that was my, my. I, mean, I think question. that's fair. Yeah, no, it is. It is. If they weren't famous and then they became famous and no one still knows who they are, then they probably didn't. Well, really no, I, I, but I'm saying like people's careers kind of dwindle over the years, and but that would still mean that at one point they were famous. Yeah, famous. Yeah, so we yeah, would know exactly. it. Yeah, that doesn't make them not famous. I, I really, I really kind of want to hear Todd's answer because I, I have like three different celebrities that I'm thinking you're, you're going to pick one of them, and I'm really curious to figure out which one it is. <laughs> <laughs> But we don't have to start with you. If someone else wants to go first, that's fine. Well, I can go first. You got it. Nobody. You've never met anybody famous? No. Not a single person. You met Todd Dillon. No. Wow. <laughs> there it is. I didn't see that coming, but I should have. No, not that I know of. Not that you You've know met of. Todd Dillon. Come on, man. Get a hold of yourself, Todd. <laughs> yeah. You, need, you might need to be gripped, Todd. In, in Michigan, Todd Dillon is famous. That is true. I'm sure this would be one of those things my dad would be like, well, what are you talking about? You met If he knows anything about sports, he knows Todd Dillon, damn it. I, I've never met you, him. Would your dad say that you met somebody famous that you'd just forgotten? Probably. You didn't realize was famous? Probably. Okay. But no, I don't think I have. Of course. It's tough, man, because I, I don't want to play into Nick's comment now, so. <laughs> you know, it's going to be some hockey player. Uh, but I guess I, I guess if it really came down to it, that that probably would be. It was a handful of the Red Wings: uh, Cicerelli, McCarty, uh, Draper, Daryl Strawberry. Yes, yeah. <laughs> Daryl Strawberry. I love that you know Daryl Strawberry's name. <laughs> yeah, and I'm really curious as to where you learned it. <laughs> because it wasn't from watching a no, baseball no, game. No, no, I, I always, I always heard it here and there. But then it was one of the points that I could actually understand and laugh at during Frazier when they were referencing sports. Because he's like, he's like, Dad, give me a, give me a sports player. 
And he's like, ah, come on, Frazier, I don't want to do this. And he's like, he's like, what? <laughs> okay. What's happening? I'm looking at the Lori's terrible comments. Yeah, oh. that's an awful comment. Come on, Lori. I am, mm. yeah. Cringeworthy. First of all, no, no one's, <laughs> no one on this podcast is more famous than TD. <laughs> yeah, you, yeah, you're gonna meet him in a couple of weeks. He's like, he's like, come on, Dad. He's like, he's, give me, give me the name of a sports player. And he's like, Frazier, I don't want to do that. He's like, seriously. He's like, all right, Daryl Strawberry. He's like, no, a real one. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, yes, yes. I feel like. So Todd, you, yes. was Daryl Strawberry famous for <laughs> referring to himself in the third person during interviews? Uh, no, he was famous for cocaine. Gotcha. Okay, <laughs> my bad. I should that should have been a clarifying question <laughs> along the same lines. You're thinking, you're thinking of Cecil Fielder. No, 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 no. Who am I thinking of, Todd? Uh, uh, t- t- Terry. No, uh, Lou Whitaker. No, hold uh, Terry Armstrong. T- no, Terry. T- oh, 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 no. Uh, Terry Crews. T- t- no, something Armstrong going to do with Terry, Terry. Was it Terry Armstrong? He's like the no. office linebacker. Oh, um, that's Terry Tate. Terry Tate. Pepper, Pepper yeah, Johnson. Terry, Terry Armstrong going to do what Terry Armstrong going to do. Who's the, what's your uh, Terry Armstrong? Todd, are you thinking of Pepper okay. Johnson? Could have been Pepper. <laughs> Pepper Pep. Johnson. Oh, Pep. Gee, man, look at that. He knew a uh, sports person. Sugar Ray Letter. Letter? Look at that. Letter. Leonard. Oh, I thought you said Letter. No. <laughs> Holy cow! That's another. You just reminded me of another, uh, another famous person I've, I've met. Oh, there's another one. I've met a couple of famous people in sports. I mean, I'm trying to think something more, more, uh, more culturally relevant, but I, I guess just just larger than sports. But I, I've actually had the opportunity to meet several sports names. So, I, is it my turn yet? So oh, yeah, go, yeah, it is now. Yes, yeah, now it is. So, so yeah, so I've met, I've had the, the fortune of meeting several famous people, but because uh, I, I, I have a great story about it, uh, Paul Molitor, uh, baseball Hall of Famer, uh, played for the Milwaukee Brewers, is one of the one of the most famous people. If, if you know anything about baseball, around because he's a Hall of Famer, and I've met him twice, and I have a great story. Okay. Go ahead, Tom. You guys. No, go ahead. <laughs> so, okay, so so when I was a, a child, my my uh, my grandmother was a huge baseball fan. Uh, was born and raised in Milwaukee. Uh, she had season tickets, uh, and so the first baseball game I ever went to was with my grandmother. Uh, she takes me to a Brewers game. She knows all the the, the players there. It's Robin Yount and uh, Paul Molitor and uh, uh, Cecil Cooper, not Cecil Fielder. Uh, but the, that's the the team, and and so my grandma runs me down to the to the edge of the ballpark to, and says, "Hey, ask ask him for a baseball." And I'm like, "Mr. Molitor, would you could you throw me a ba- can I have your ball?" And he goes, "Stops playing catch." And he looks at he goes, "I'm using it, kid." And he freaking continues to play catch. <laughs> I don't get a ball. This is a true story. He totally blew you true off, sto- huh? True story. Didn't give me the ball, and I hated that motherfucker for my entire adult life. To this, is, to this again, day? I, I, no, no. So here's the thing. So fast forward 40-plus years. You know, yeah, maybe not 40 years, but th- at least 35-plus years. Uh, I'm working at a company called EMC, EMC World. We often hired 
professional entertainers and athletes to give motivational speeches during this this uh, convention. And uh, and one year we actually had a convention where all the the celebrities on the floor were ex uh, major league baseball players. Dennis Eckersley, Paul Molitor is there. Several people, and I've I've actually picture proof. I'll have to get it together and bring it to Detroit so, guys, so I can prove this story is true. But anyway, I run into Paul Molitor as a full grown adult, way bigger than Paul Molitor is as an old man now, and I actually tell him the story about how he blew me off when I was a kid. And I was like, and I, and I have, dude, uh, Asha Spellicard actually has pictures of me pointing at him like I'm going to poke him in the chest. And I'm like giving him <laughs> shit about it. And uh, anyway, I confronted him and he's like, I can't believe I did that. And I got Paul Molitor to apologize to me as an adult. And he offered me a ball that he would sign. And I told him, no, thank you. Wow. So, okay. Oh, 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 hang on here. Let's... <laughs> I do have one, but lesser known. And it is sports. Go ahead. Oh, yeah, go ahead. <laughs> Jeff Kaiser played for the Detroit Tigers back in he the did? 90s. There you go. Back in the 90s. He was a cousin of uh, a woman that my dad worked with. And he was playing. And, you know, let's go down and, let's go down and talk to Jeff. I'm like, who? He <laughs> said, oh, let's go. So we went down to the dugout. And he came running over. And we talked to him for a while. And... He took one of the game balls and signed it and handed it over to me. Wow. And so I, he, he graduated from Southgate Aquinas High School and played baseball at Western Michigan. Mm-hmm. He pitched parts of seven seasons in the majors for five teams between 85 and 93. Yep, still have the ball. It's under uh, under plastic in my room. He played for the, the A's, the, the Indians, and then in 1991 he played for the Tigers. 93 he played for the Reds and 93. Then he got traded to the Mets, and then '93 was it. That's famous. Yeah, that definitely qualifies. Um, I think I think I've already told the story of the. I think for me it was Carly Simon. I think I told the story already on the podcast. Bob, you're so vain. <laughs> I don't recall it. Um, I, was, I I to be honest with you, I don't think I've ever even heard any of this story. No. So, I think I have to, 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 told on the podcast. I, I did. So re- really? real quickly, I got hired into EMC in 2000. It was uh, maybe six months before Todd did. And both Todd and I, to get hired in, we had to interview with our boss's boss. So it was uh, Dave. Help me out, man. I'm forgetting his last Bartula. name. No. Well, Bartula, Bartula, yes, but he was in New York. He, he was an ex-bartender. Oh, Dave Powell. Dave, Dave Powell. Powell. Yeah, I still, I still keep in touch with him. I just talked to him a couple months ago. Oh, man. Uh, please tell him I said hi. Well, just see him. He said talked to him a couple months ago. Yeah, he's not, not talking to him now. Now that he's lining up a conference call with him. <laughs> so, so yeah, I, I interviewed with Fletch. I interviewed with, with Dave Bartool. And the last interview was you got you to gotta interview with Dave Powell because he's kind of running the whole program. So he's out in New York. So they're like, yeah, we're going to get you a ticket. So they bought me a they bought me a ticket. It was a like Monday morning, like six a.m. flight to LaGuardia. I had to go to New York. Took a cab from the airport, dropped me off right down on uh, right by uh, Times Square, right in front of um, Madison Square Garden, mm-hmm. which is right across the street from the office. And I had like thirty-five minutes to kill before my interview. So I, I walked up to the steps to what was like a back door to Madison Square Garden, 
kind of looking. I was probably 25 feet above street level. Just kind of looking up and down. I'd never been in New York before. I've been in New York for approximately 20 minutes. And I was standing there, and the door opened up behind me, and out comes Carly Simon and, like, her whole entourage. They had been, like, early morning tour of the stadium. She was going to play there or something. And it's just me standing on this huge expanse of concrete in the back of Madison Square Garden, uh, and there there she is. And I'm like, oh, my God, it's Carly Simon. She's like, hi, how are you? And I'm like, oh, this is amazing. I, I love your love your love your stuff. I, I, is there any way I can get an autograph? He's like, yeah, no problem. So I reached in my bag, and the only thing that I had was my plane ticket. So I said, can you sign my ticket? I literally just just got here. I've never been in New York before. I just flew here. She's like, yeah, no problem. And she's looking at me, and I'm looking at her, and I'm like, I don't I don't know if I have a pen. And she goes. And somebody like puts a pen in her hand. And she's like, whoosh, whoosh, signs it, gives it to me, and then they walk away. And I still have like thirty-four minutes left before my interview, and I just just stand in there with nothing to do. Did were you, did you feel slightly embarrassed, like meteor? Would you would I, you say that your scarlet was apricot? I don't know what that means. It's in the song. I, I'm glad that you know all the words to that song. <laughs> he met her, and he doesn't even know. Yeah, uh, yeah, but I don't know. I didn't memorize her songs. Please don't. Tell ever tell her that I said that. As far as she's concerned, emailing her right now, I know all of the words. I won't to your so vain. Um, so yeah, thirty four minutes later, I went and had the interview, which lasted for the time it took us to come down the elevator, back down to the street, walk and get a coffee, come back up, go uh, up to the floor, and he said thanks, and then left. And so I was in, and then I got in a cab and I went back. So I was in New York for approximately like seventeen minutes, and then went back to the airport and flew back home. I thought when you met Carly Simon, you had been in New York for 20 minutes. Uh, yeah, I'm, I, like I said earlier in the podcast, if and then you, recall, you went through a whole my interview. Math is, my math is horrible. You went through a whole interview and you lost time. <laughs> yeah, I time traveled back. <laughs> I do recall this story. If you've now, ever met Carly Simon, you'll know she has you know, the ability to make people time travel. Yeah, I think it makes. I, sense. I feel like this is well known. I don't know why okay. you don't know this. So yeah, she's she's probably the most famous person I've ever met. You said apart you from went, Todd Dillon. You said you went and grabbed a coffee? Not with her, with the guy I was interviewing with. Were there clouds in your coffee? <laughs> no, there were no <laughs> clouds in my coffee. <laughs> All right. I, I I nothing else I could say. <laughs> I thought there was more to the Carly Simon. No, that story. was it. That was it. Like I said, it was really, really short. Oh well, yeah, that was yeah, that was very short. All right. Let's uh It keeps getting shorter. <laughs> Time travel. Uh, yeah. Marty, <laughs> we've got to go back to New York to the future. <laughs> let's let's finish this up with pick of the week. <laughs> Great Scott. All right, all right. For for pick of the week, I'm going to go with what I mistakenly thought my pick of the week was last week, uh, but it actually is this week, uh, which is a tune find. So. Uh, if you just Google TuneFind, uh, it'll take you to TuneFind.com. And uh, if you're looking for uh, any kind of music that was ever in a TV show like Ozark or like Mr. Between or like Breaking Bad and you heard a song that you like and you didn't, you were too lazy to stick around in the credits to figure out who it was or they don't put it in the credits, you can hit TuneFind.com and search by the show or by the movie or by the video game. It'll tell you what 
you know which songs were in that which ep- which episode it was in and at what uh, minute mark it came and you can and then you can look it up on Apple Music or Spotify or wherever else you want. That's my pick. Always with the music with this one. <laughs> I love it. Who among us has not watched an episode of Ozark and be like, "Ooh, that was a fucking good song. I wonder what song that was." No, exactly. Fuck yourself, Nick. You know I, you did. Especially with Breaking Bad, I know that you had to. There was some country. There was some old time country music I, in Breaking Bad. Maybe your odds are better with Breaking Bad. But. Yeah, I would say in Ozark, the storyline captured me so much. I I haven't even yeah. really heard any of the actual like music in it. Corey, he owns a strip club. Every time they walk in the strip club, there's a banging song playing. Yeah, the, and the there's one, other the stuff one, to look at. The so. one episode they had a a different. Um, at the at the strip club, one of the episodes, uh, they had a different rendition of "Coming Around the Mountain," and I had to look that up. Really? Okay. Huh? Sounds about right. So, twofind.com. That's my pick. <laughs> Todd, you got a pick for the week? Yes. Pick of the week uh, again. Cook. I'm going back to my cooking theme because uh, I, I ran out of uh, the season salt that they make and. Uh, uh, it almost it almost tipped me over, but uh, Penzies P E N Z E Y S Penzies for all your spice needs. Uh, if you really want to kick your cooking game up a notch, you want to go over to Penzies and uh, take a look at what they got. Man, they got like uh, if you like onion powder, you can get toasted onion powder. You can cook your cook kick up your cooking game. You're not Penzi material, Todd. <laughs> <laughs> Clarifying question, Todd. Yes, I feel like every time you've talked about a spice. You've used the phrase for all your cooking needs. Go to yeah. the site. Yeah. I, I, I. So every single one of these will solve all your cooking needs. Every, I didn't hear you. I guess. <laughs> I keep. I keep. Hey, but I keep getting bumped out of the uh, switcher. The switcher. <laughs> so every time, every time that you've recommended a spice, and I feel like this is at least the third spice I've heard yeah. you say, like for all your cooking needs. This is who you need to go to. Yeah, Todd, I'm with you on the on the culinary topics, so I I think that's awesome. I, I'm I'm misunderstanding what Bob's concerned about. It too is like because it is for all your needs. At the end of the day, every day okay. you want something. <laughs> hold new. on, hold on, hold on. So I'm, I'm I don't want to cut you off, but I have to because I was literally my point was going to be uh, if you want to find a Toddism or really a Schnozcastism that we need to cut out. At this point, it needs to be at the end of the day. Corey, Todd has said at the end of the day seven times on this episode. Corey said it at least once. And I am also famous for that Mike says all the time. And I heard Todd say it a couple times. And I'm like, wow. Yeah, maybe I should stop that too. Is So here's the thing. So here's the thing. And at the end of the day. So here's the thing. And I'm going to tell you. Hey. Yes. <laughs> So here's the thing. At the end of the Got day, <laughs> I love it. I think I feel like if you if you delved into the stats of the episode and you asked our audience, they would probably say, "I'm okay with all that if you guys would just stop saying the word um." I don't recall ever saying um, but we, I know you're very do. you're very um self conscious because you're like, yeah, oh, this whole episode all I did was I said um 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 yeah because I'm the only one who listens back to it again after we record it and we yeah we all say it way too much. In my mind, even I say could, um. I never said um, um or uh. You could they're er. pretty, they're I was, pretty interchangeable. I, I may have said e. it talking about the pretzels. Oh, yeah. that's oots. 
thought, never mind. I thought it was um. <laughs> yeah. Todd, we got a shot here, buddy. Yeah. At the end of the day, isn't that what really matters? <laughs> Stop. <laughs> at the end of the day, I got one more. Um. Well, I, I I'm a big fan of at the end of the day. <laughs> yeah. But you know what? It really captures We're never going to get to the essence. end of that day if we keep saying that phrase. <laughs> I flip-flopped, though. I was I said liter- literally at the end of everything oh, for I, like I say li- years. I say literally way too often. Literally. I say it way too often. It's, it's something that I have to work on. I, I had a boss at, uh, Todd, oh. I had a boss at EMC. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. I had a boss at EMC who would use the word literally in every other sentence, hey, especially what's, during presentations. Let's literally take the shot. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Cheers. Cheers. Yep. <laughs> Literally. See, that's 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 the problem with the Nick brain is I not only notice the little quirks that which is why I can somewhat do impressions, but all those isms that people have I pick up on and it's uh it's a curse. Cause normal people just move along and they're like, oh who cares? And I'm like the other day, at the end of the day, at the end of the day. So here's the thing. Here's the, then I'm like, mm, I can't think of anything else. How, how have you never said anything about to me about saying um a lot? I because um is is just a a word that joins uh, a train of thought. You know, it's, it's not a filler. Some, yeah, it's it's not something that if it was something yeah. completely abnormal. I said it doesn't really natural. Like if you were it's like, right like thank, any, thank you, Todd. If yeah, if at any time that you were thinking, you were like. Like and you just made this weird whistle. But in I'd my be like, head, fucking stop it, that's, Bob. It's that annoying. In my head, it's that annoying. When you go back and, and re-listen, but in in the moment, um doesn't really stand out like that, as opposed to someone saying, "Oh, at the end of the day," or Ugh. you know, literally. <laughs> someone, yeah, someone using it as a filler, going, just, "I'm going to treat well, a cool um, filler though, like when my underwear dry." When my underwear dry, <laughs> I think you should. I think I'm going to train something different. Yes. Todd, maybe by, maybe by not next, that specific one, but something like that drawer. one. By next week, I expect <laughs> no, you to have... When my underwear dry. Oh, by, I thought you said my underwear drawer. I'm like... No, at, my, the my, my, yeah. <laughs> at the beginning <laughs> of the morning. At the beginning of the morning. Yeah. <laughs> when the sun comes up, I think we can all agree. <laughs> da- da- there was an episode of Frasier Daphne came, came walking out and she was holding a ring and, and uh, the dad, Martin, was dating this new woman and uh his ex-wife had died a long time ago and he so he's never really gotten serious so she came out she's like oh, i'm not sure what's going on but i found this ring in your father's underwear drawer and like and niles like well oh my god why who do you think it's for she's like i don't know and fraser's like what's going on she's like i found a ring in your father's underwear drawer and he's like what on Earth would leave a ring in his underwear drawer. <laughs> She's like, not in. <laughs> or not around, in. <laughs> He's like, oh. <laughs> I'm like, oh. <laughs> I think to the list where you can find at the end of the day and literally, you should add, like, like I saw on Frasier. <laughs> yeah. Seinfeld's <laughs> Well, the end of the days don't cause people to laugh, as Fraser once said. <laughs> oh, I don't know. In Fraser's great... name, Amen. Yeah, no, no I, I, have, I have suggested this before that I Quite think frankly. that our, <laughs> I think that I think that our audience should play a drinking game, and they should assign 
shots or full beers for those times where we say at the end of the day or when Nick tells a Frazier story. <laughs> There'd be or, <laughs> four lonely people drinking somewhere. <laughs> right. But that but that is a that's a draw for it's a Saturday night. Like right? uh like dude in Lost. Mm. Yes. Absolutely. Or bitches. Oh, I say bitches a lot each episode. You do? Because you guys are a bunch of bitches. No, you're thinking of you drink every time they say <laughs> bitches in Friday every time you watch it. That that's true. <laughs> I was like, that's my shit. You've seen that? I can't assign it to you? Oh, this has come up before. Yeah. I no, actually I've bits and pieces, but I've never seen it. But he's, seen it he's, he's seen enough to quote it and make that reference to to Todd Dillon, which is saying a lot. <laughs> You just don't know. Todd's like, I was going to say something back. Just stuff for that ass. Nick talking about Friday. So. <laughs> exactly. No, good. Like, bro, I got to scratch that off. <laughs> well, he's like, he's all giddy with excitement. He's like, oh, Friday. <laughs> I know what I'm he's doing like tonight. A, a woman who just got asked out to dinner. He's like, oh, I don't know, babe. I don't think I'm available. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to sign in barbershop. <laughs> oh, Jesus. Oh, well, now you can. Or, or next Friday. Exactly. Or Friday after next. Oh my yeah, god! Friday please. after next. Exactly. Did I did no, I miss both that, or there is there a next Friday and a Friday after next? Friday. There's exactly. no. They're, yeah. They're both true. The ne- they're both true. The yeah, next yeah. Friday at TGI Fridays. That is not true. <laughs> <laughs> it should be. Uh, so, so uh, sorry. Who has not done a pick yet, Corey? Have you done your pick? Oh no, I have not. Um, okay. my pick is the Cinda Bluetooth keyboard from Amazon. Spell that. S E E N D A. That's what uh, I thought you would say. <laughs> oh, there you go. Uh, I guess it's, it's spelled like it sounds. Best part about this keyboard, you can hook it up to a PC, laptop, uh, whatever you want to your your station that you have your your PC setup you have. But you can also connect it to two other Bluetooth devices. Let me go back on that. It it, it comes with the two point four gigahertz uh, dongle. That you plug into your PC. Dongle. That's the name of it. Sorry. That's an unfortunate. You, yeah. You're right. Yeah, yeah. That's just that. I, it's I, a, I didn't name it that. It's an unfortunate name. Yeah, we're all, we're all familiar. As long as you're familiar. Yep. Keep going. So you plug that in. Uh, that that will control. So you jack in your dongle. Jack in your dongle. All right. And. You can control your your PC or, or laptop with, uh, off that. Yeah, off the dongle. Yeah, best part the is the jacked in dongle. You can also connect it to two Bluetooth devices. So, like, if you want to connect your phone and have like your messages up or anything like that, uh, you can also connect it to your phone or, or an iPad or anything anything along those lines. But the greatest part simultaneously, simultaneously, you can do all, all three. Do you have two, to have two like, dongles? That sounds like trouble. Well, because the yeah, how awesome, do you know which device you're typing on? The exactly. Awesome, the awesome part being is they included three keys on the keyboard that you can connect between all all three different devices, and there's a an indicator light on it that shows you which one you're connected to. So, so apart from the regular QWERTY keyboard, you've got specific keys mapped to each Bluetooth device that you connect to. There's three little keys on the top of the keyboard that are just for that. One right. is just for the 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 dongle. And then there's God. two little Bluetooth signs next to it. Okay, that you hit that if you want to go over to your phone and start typing on your phone. Right. What do you, What do you hit? The Bluetooth. The key. key. Oh, oh, you're gonna Does the dongle. dongle light up? 
No, the dongle's in the rear of the computer. So, isn't that always just the case? <laughs> so when you jack your dongle in the rear, you got to put yes, the yes. dongle goes right in the rear. Yeah, the tip turns red. Does Sometimes the dongle it, glow when it's jacked in the rear? Only if it's a tight fit. Okay. I thought the dongle turned red. You said there was a light on it. Only if it's tight fit. <laughs> so a tight fitting rear jacked dongle that glows—that's mm-hmm. what you want. That ideally, that's, that's what you're looking for. That's gotcha. what everyone wants. If it's exactly. loose and there's stuff coming out around the dongle, oh, yeah. then you don't. Yeah, you, you can't you, have that leakage you, around your. Then you take it out of your ass and rear you put jacked it in your computer dongle. Yeah. You probably want to send that back. <laughs> yeah. You guys are bad. Oh my god! I hope Mary is listening to this episode. I, I, she is. She's I hope mad. no one is listening to this episode. <laughs> <laughs> I hope everyone fell asleep a long time ago. Remember, it, at I the know. beginning of the morning, we're doing this for Stop our own it. enjoyment. Stop it! <laughs> for our own enjoyment alone. You can't alone. find a workaround. I yeah, just he's did. Trying to implant it right now. Already. Yeah. Beginning of the morning. Give me a fucking break. I'm trying to implant the idea that a rear jacked dongle with a tight fit and a red glow is an ideal situation. By midday, your point's been made. At the start of the morning. Let's face it. By the time I finish lunch, let's face I think it, we can all agree. Let's face it. At the start of the morning. I'm counting on Todd to introduce a new phrase that will uh, catch fire and then immediately uh, <laughs> extinguish <laughs> itself and, and die out immediately. Nick will flag it immediately as something that we should stop. <laughs> I'll be working. I give that. you like three episodes. Yeah, exactly. Oh, you're three. I, I, I said next week by the end. Oh, of next no, week. no, no, okay. no, no. It's going to take time to grab on. Oh, come on, Todd. <laughs> so my pick like of the robot, week. Like robots. Just getting ready. Okay. I got to shut the laptop lid, make sure I spill a drink. No, no, I got it. Yeah, so it was going to be this one, and I just want Corey to pronounce, but it's not going to be this one, but I just want Corey to pronounce it. Is there a dongle in the word? The shui? Do you understand that his mouth did like a Homer Simpson, like... It went out like it went Marge. It, it, it Like these pursed lips when he did this. So, Bob, it's S H S Y U E. What? S H S Y U E. Sorry. What is it? Incensio de Santa Fe for balsam. Oh, not that one. The second one? The one that says S-H-S. The one he spelled out. Why? <laughs> Shasui. Shy. Okay, but that's not it. So uh, so my pick of the week. Was I close? I don't know. <laughs> so how can you say it's well, not it? Corey was close. Chris said, Maybe he was close, <laughs> though. Perhaps. <laughs> how do you, if you don't know how to pronounce it, you can't it's, say it's, who's wrong. It's, yeah, I, think seemed, I would defer to Corey on this one. It then. seemed... Uh, like uh, perhaps it had derived from the Pacific Rim and that maybe there's some undertone of, of Asian influence and Shui, I don't think, falls into that category. I mean, at the end of the day, if that's what you're going to say. Stop it. Sh- oh, so then Shui? I don't, okay. So anyhow, so my pick <laughs> is not that. My, that's not that That's what I told oh, him at the goodness. beginning. What's I said it's not going to be confused. this. Okay. I wanted him to read this. Okay. Uh, but he doesn't even know he said it right. So my pick is uh, 
Polivar. Uh, P- <laughs> that can't be it. I'm sure that's mispronounced. P-O-L-I-V-A-R. Polivar. Polivar. Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> or it could be Polivar. Um, yeah. Maybe. Polivar French Press. I don't know, man. French Press Coffee Maker. Oh, is that the one you bought? That's the one I bought. Okay. Oh, that's the Paulina. Mm-hmm. So hold on. You you bought you bought three things, right? You bought a hand grinder, you bought the French Correct. press, and the electric kettle. Yep. Have you used them all? Oh yeah. Okay. They're kind of a package deal. So, so that's going to give you a pick of the week for like the next three weeks, which I'm fine with. Oh, well, you spoiled it. So thanks oh, yeah, a lot. That's fine. Uh, no, but so this this Polivar, uh <laughs> super. I, I call it Paulina. Super cool comes comes in two different colors comes in black and it comes in like the the camp mug speckled like metal like you know the old the enamel you know, yeah, the old enameled yeah, yeah. camp yeah. mugs yeah that are yeah. that are metal yeah so it, it's like that in gray with like black and white speckles on it but it's cool because it has like um like a hand sanded oak handle on the side and the top is is oak and it's really nice and uh, but it does a fantastic job. So 33 bucks and 3,000 five-star reviews. Amazon. All right. Yep. I wanted uh, to go against the grain on a French press. I'd never had one before, but everyone's got the black and glass ones, you know. So I'm like, yeah, this is different. It's all metal. Oh, yeah, yeah. You shouldn't. I mean, you're going by reviews, right? That's, that? that's a well. That's a big factor for you is the number of five star views that oh it yeah. gets yeah. right. Mm-hmm. So yeah, as long as you feel good. So you've used it. Yep. Easy to use, easy to clean. Amazing. With the French press thing, the big thing is like how t- how tough is it to clean this fucking thing when I'm done with making a pot of coffee? So when I'm done, I throw a little water in it, and yeah. I because of the experience of taking apart my pipes from Corey's chew spit down there, I'm like, sorry man, I didn't know. I'm like, no, 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 no. I'm (laughs) like, I'm like, you know what? Coffee grounds are probably uh, kind of equate to the same thing. Yeah. So these are, these are not going down the drain. I have to, I have to drink my own Kool-Aid here. So I, it goes outside. Yeah. And, uh, probably put a couple inches of water in one, two, three on the top, like three different pushes. And, there's a couple grounds and and it's clean. It's done. It's ready to go. Now, I hand wash it as well. But like if if it's yeah. only like oh I just used it once yesterday, then right. it's just coffee. You know, and it's no big deal. I'm not yeah. putting my mouth on it or anything like that. So you are drinking the coffee that comes out of it though. In a mug, I'm not. Well, it's come from out of it into the mug, which then goes into your mouth. I'm pouring yeah. the coffee into the mug. Right. Right. I'm not putting my mouth on the French press. So. No, I, I, I'm, I'm with Nick on it. I don't know what you were thinking of, like, how he was trying to explain that. Uh, I feel like he was. Uh, if he, my impression was that he was doing not as. He was, like, doing a passable cleaning job because he wasn't putting his mouth on it. When. Correct. My point was that. Whatever's in there is going directly into the mug, which is then going directly into his mouth anyway. So he might right. as well be putting his mouth. But on. when I when I use it, and literally coffee is just um, a, an outside agent infused to water. Mm-hmm. So basically, I'm pouring water into something. Yeah, and then I'm instantly rinsing it. I'm not as concerned with scrubbing that with soap every day that I would be like my mug that I'm putting my lips on in the morning. You know what I mean? Hey, Bob. Yeah. Remind me when we're there to show him one of my, my favorite college pranks. You got it. Thank you. <laughs> okay. Done. 
So, yeah, that's the reasoning behind that. That's awesome. But, yeah, it, it cleans up very well. So, if we go up to your cabin mm-hmm. uh, next. How many coffee next week, makers can we bring up to the cabin? Two weekends from now, mm-hmm. right? Are you going to bring the. Your oh, oh, yeah. Okay. And, of course, awesome. I, I had to get the electric kettle, like I was telling Bob, that has, like, 75 blue LEDs in the bottom. <laughs> so, it yeah. illuminates the water bright blue, like, while it's bubbling and stuff. Yeah. By the way, I don't know how fast normal electric kettles work these days, but this is, like, almost instantly. Like, I, I know mean, Mike, Mike has one, yeah. and it, it takes a good seven minutes or so. No, he's got an old one. Yeah, and this it shouldn't I take press seven. It, and it's it shouldn't like, take seven minutes. And within like sixty seconds, it's bubbling. It's like, you know, I would say. I mean, it's going to indicate right in the handle, right when it's hit the temperature that you want, which I assume is probably two twelve. This doesn't have any kind of else. <laughs> this very, doesn't very specific. It doesn't. Right. It doesn't have an LCD. Water boils. It, it doesn't have an LCD on it, but it's it's glass, so you can see boiling water in the inside. Yeah, but. I, I get where you're going. I, I think, yeah, if his is taking seven minutes to boil that as an electric kettle, then you kind of defeat the purpose. I could, you know, probably get a regular kettle and get close to that and get maybe like nine or ten. Right. Yeah, your electric kettle should be, I don't know if it's 60 seconds, but it's definitely like a minute or two. Not, yeah, not to mention I'm taking the that big Brita filter out of the fridge. Yeah. And so it's... So it's cold it's when it like hits It's like 40 there. degree water. Yeah. And it's going in, and then within about 40 seconds, it's bubbling and boiling. So I'm like, oh, my God. Yeah. I mean, you have a brand new electric kettle, so I, I wonder if over time that the time that it takes to yeah, will decrease with use or wear. Or At its apex, this all makes sense. <laughs> <laughs> I, I It can't be said any, any clearer than that. <laughs> so... For Schnozcast, that is episode 135. Thanks for joining us. Please join Nick and Corey and Todd next week when they will be doing a, uh, a, a three-man show for episode 136. And in the meantime, have a good weekend. Enjoy yourselves and take care of each other. <laughs>